0: I'm Dan Panosian, and you're listening to Eleven O'clock Comics.
1: I'm not surprised to sneak attack. Son, <laughs> son. Voice asked already. And her eyelashes.
0: Last night, this morning, when, uh, whatever. That I have a lot that would work. A lot when of me, uh, when we IM it, we just shorten it to the Just abs now. Huh. Someone says something, someone else don't like that. I'm surprised you go along with that. I was
2: just
3: going to say
0: the same thing. I, yeah. I never type it, and I usually um, ignore whenever someone I to me to be with that. Because I'm like, I, I'm, now, I'm there, no, no, because then I write back. comment i just you know i just keep throwing shit up and like whatever i'm like i, I don't know what you're trying to say bro <laughs> it's like, that price is so weird. Who's that's right the dude who uh came to um uh talk to us about switching our uh oil and alarm he uh when he called me back last night he's like uh yeah is this is this dave price i'm like it's david he goes yeah david i'm like no david and he finally it finally sunk in, and then today when he comes over, he comes over, he goes. So I just need to see a license that proves that uh, you're Dave Price. I go, I got one that shows that I'm David Price. Oh no, you did. I it. did.
1: <laughs> so uh, of course the
0: fucking did, bro? You, I love it when you do that.
1: But you know what? In all honesty, I would not press the button that that long. If if it was me, I would I would have. you know you can call me Alabaster if you want. I don't really give a shit. I know you don't. I know you. Do. Yeah. And I mean, no, 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 no. I don't care. But I. It, I wouldn't, I wouldn't seek that satisfaction. You get that. I, I, I wouldn't do I that. Just, but
0: I just, I admire it's it. A it. habit. Is. That's all. I know, I, I know. Don't, I'm don't not seeing your party again. And he was a cool dude. He gave us, actually he gave us some, uh, some restaurant recommendations. One place that's like 15 minutes away from where we live now, another place in Pauling. So, I mean, he's really cool. He, he, um, he's from the Bronx. So he and Renee were talking about, uh, the old neighborhoods and shit. So I mean, he was, he's a really cool dude. Um, but yeah, no, I just, we, well, we, um, ADT does dick for us. So we're changing our alarm company uh, and,
3: uh, well, you were listening to
0: the Tiki, weren't you? <laughs> I was like, I was like, listen, I need a better radio and, <laughs> uh, and, and, uh, and for, for as long as we've been using Burke as our oil supplier, um, we really haven't been getting much of a benefit and Slomans can, uh, give us a better deal for oil and since they also do the alarm monitoring, uh we can bundle it and and save a shit ton of money. So that that's what we did.
1: Nice. Perfect.
0: Yeah, it was it was a busy fucking day. We got the fridge. Yeah,
3: see. you got a fridge up in there, sub zero?
0: Uh no, sadly. It's a uh it's, Finish Him. It's it's a, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a but it's um it's pretty nice. It's got the, the, the bottom drawer freezer and it's got a second Roar for for the it's, it's pretty spiffy looking. I'm gonna be happy with it. And uh and I think tomorrow morning, uh she's blowing through my money. I think she's buying a dining room set. So damn. Yeah. Well, because it's like she she doesn't want this year Cost to end.
3: Living raise it, it already <laughs> been uh, costed and lived.
0: Dude, I'm Dude. I'm my my money's gone. She's working on hers now, and it's just I mean, but it's we've been. Squirreling away and, and she's been due and, 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 we've put up with a lot of shit. So it's, it's just, it seems, it seems like, well, it is like a lot, but it seems more just because it's the perfect storm of, of when everything came together to do this. But, and cause it's, did it's, you
3: remind her that, uh, you've, Holiday gifts to get your, your, bro's. Do, and, and, it, and it, your bros turn to 40. Did you remember all this? Yeah,
0: I, I was like, she's like, so how much we spent? She goes, how much are you going to spend then? I'm like, well, I figured since, you know, the retro kicked in and I got a raise this year. That- nah, son. Nah, yeah, nah. You say nah, son. I'm like, nah. but, <laughs> but, uh, I like, cause, and, and she's like, no, that, 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 that's fine. That's fine. You know, cause she's like, well, who, who, how many people are we buying stuff for? And I'm like trying to run down the list, but, um, You're
3: like one less than last year. <laughs>
0: She did. She did. It. Like, that's
1: cold. That's so
3: cold. I'm talking about you, dude.
1: This is 11 o'clock comics. Woo woo. Episode 355. It's loud. Nobody needs to hear me. Actually, I'm 10 episodes in the future. It's 345. Yes, yes. Yes. And I am Vince B. I
0: am, uh, I'm David A. Price. David.
2: That's
3: right. And this is Persian because I'm Billy Ray Valentine.
1: <laughs> Persian. Can you- can you say that again? Just Persian, cause I'm Billy Ray Valentine. <laughs> no, you're not. You're Jason Wood, who is on assignment
0: in
3: Minneapolis.
1: Where? Wow. Home <laughs> away
0: from home.
3: Yeah, it is, it is. Uh, shout out to all the, uh, Minnesota listeners and, uh, friend Scoonover, uh, one of these days when I'm out in town, we gotta have a couple dranky drinks. He's
1: awesome. He is. He's Hopefully, awesome. hopefully, hopefully he's listening to this as he's drawing the phantom's face off. So or on exciting. I
3: guess. I guess he's drawing the phantom's face on. <laughs>
1: I'm so excited for that, those new King books. Fingers crossed, but I do I uncrossed the fingers for two of them, cause I know two of them are gonna be solid. So three fingers crossed. Nice. I can, I can do that. Sounds hot. Snap it up, flip it, rub it down. Oh no! I need a body bag. I know what that is. That's weird. <laughs> I get right? that reference, you're Captain America now. Uh, yes I am. And you know where you can get Captain America? Really cheap. Where? where? Uh, discount Comic Book Service DCBService.com where you can find all your funny books for a fraction of what you'd pay at the other stores. You know why? Why that? Because they love the bundles. Yeah, they, they they've taken up this practice of grouping a tit- titles from a, a publisher together and you save up to 50% on these things. It's incredible. It's uh, like a unfortunately- group on that
3: actually matters. Yes, I know.
1: Yeah, it's not for like window panes and shit. For uh, that
3: restaurant that's down the street that you know no one ever goes to ever, like ever. wristbands,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, breadsticks, flip flops. Uh So, no, you completely derailed my train yeah, of thought. That's awesome. Uh, unfortunately, the uh savings for the month, the special spotlight savings for the month, are not up yet. So we don't know what we're going to save money on, but we know. It, we're going to save money on all of it but we don't know how deep it's going to go yet but rest assured the deals will be plentiful and they will be great well, we know because going to be I,
3: 35 45 55 maybe even 75% off
1: well yeah That's the, and, uh, that's the usual, but they don't mind late orders or order additions and you get your previews cheap and they're the best. I was flipping through the previews and this is what I do when I'm going through. I'll be looking through stuff and I'll say, I'll probably get that for 50, so I'll circle it and keep going. Oh, they'll definitely discount that 50, I'll circle that. You know what I mean? Then I go through it again and get my regular stuff. So that's awesome. It's, they give you the freedom to do that. If you write your comic shop, you'd be like, I can only get this. Because I'm paying like twenty percent less than, than retail, which is crap. So I'm gonna go dcbservice.com and get huge discounts and get other stuff, mm-hmm. you bitches. And do not forget about the Valiant books what, because what? guess I got three of them tonight.
3: Three. Well, you, you you mean you're ready to talk about three
2: of them tonight?
1: Yes, but there are more than three of them at DCB Service and Valiant. Sure as hell are publishing a lot more than three. Especially the Valiant number one, you got to get in on this. Yep. It is a prestige format book. They are cranking up the production values for this. I mean, their production values are high to begin with, um, but this book—cardstock cover, nice slick clear coat on it—you're going to get. Uh, it's longer than the average Valiant book for the same price as a regular Valiant book. So you get upscale paper, a beautiful cardstock cover, more pages, and it's still three ninety nine. And you know who did it? You should know by now. Jeff Lemire, Matt Kent, and Paolo Rivera. It's crazy. Bloodshot, Geomancer, Eternal Warrior. It is going to be the big deal in the Valiant universe. Yeah. You've you got to read this. It's going to set the stage for a lot of stuff to come. And it's done by great creators. Like, how far do we have to twist your arm? Nah, not much. Gotta not do much, it. right? Do it. Yeah. And also, check out this Valiant first look. Because you get a bird's eye view on a lot of good books that are coming up in January, February, and all the way to April. Wow. Ivar uh, Timewalker by Fred Van Lente and Clayton Henry. That comes out in January. Divinity, which is another prestige format book, probably for three ninety nine dollars again, by Matt Kent, Trevor Harrison. And it comes out in February.
3: that little Trevor Harrison?
1: Appears? I know, right? Imperium by Joshua Dysart, Doug Braithwaite yay L-E-B. in february ninjack okay stop by matt kent no matt kent that's the ding 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 for me and Clayman. man that's in march and bloodshot reborn did you read 25 bloodshot 25 holy crap uh jeff lemire's writing bloodshot reborn and miko swayan i hope oh, i yes. did that right Swin, but is Suyan is in april so you can get the Valiant First Look where? Comixology, Comics Plus, Madefire, DriveThruComics.com, and probably your comic shops. So do this. Valiant number one and uh Valiant First Look. Nice.
3: Do it. Well done, sir.
1: And eh, not really. I messed that up a little bit, but that's okay. That's all good. all right. They don't care. They just you want to hear the good me, stuff.
3: You because we were we, a little behind the scenes. We, we often chat about what we were reading this week before the show, and... Uh, I neglected to remember that I read something to discuss this this week, but you just reminded me because it was
1: written by Jeff Lemire. Oh, boy. Oh. That's excellent. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. And and see, we do um, – well, we've been doing the DCB service promo since the beginning because we use them. And now we picked up this Valiant thing, and I'm like, I'm so hooked on them. But I was hooked on them before. We got the Valiant promo, so I hope it rings true because I really love these books.
3: Well, I loved what I read this week from Valiant.
1: Nice. All right. Well, let's get into it after we do the roll call yeah. here. Let's what you it. drinking, Vince? Um, I want to say Dogfish Head because I had that two nights ago, and I would lie nah. if I said because I'm not drinking that. But that stuff's really good. Um, I'm drinking Yingling again.
2: That's
1: all right. I know it's what we have. Yeah. What about you, Boo? Well, uh-huh. you know I um. I got gotta him. take the shit right from the beginning. Cousins. He dumps, he makes a little poop, oh
0: right? Oh my in the god. Boot. <laughs> as, I, as I called you boo.
1: Oh, I see. Uh, well, all I'll... day long, Facebook messenger. Boo, <laughs> boo. You should have a hotkey. Well dude, it's uh, not like it's... you're ever on Facebook. Right? Always on the oh, Facebook. And it's
0: funny you read that because I always ask him, you know, if you saw Flash. I'm like, hey boo, did you see Flash? So I don't know how you see half of a sentence.
1: <laughs> True. <laughs> well,
0: I kind of zoned out. <laughs> oh, all oh there you go. The all right, <laughs>
3: Well, I am yeah. drinking some local Minneapolis brews. Um, I have – currently I'm sipping on a Shells, which is S-C-H-E-L-L apostrophe S, fire brick. Um, and all of these are by the same brewer, the August Shell Brewing Company. Um, with dinner, I saved the bottle, so in anticipation of the show, I had a grain belt premium. And then after <laughs> I'm done this fire brick, I have a lonely blonde – Ooh. So, yes. yeah, so, uh, they're all quite good. I, I don't know. You never know. Um, these were all recommended to me by the hotel restaurant. Uh, but you know, they could, so what I'm curious from our mini, our Minnesota listeners is, are these considered decent, uh, local brews? or are these more, um, like tourist trap beers? I don't know. All three I thought were tasty. So I, 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 if, if they're tourist trap beers, I've, I've fallen for them hook, line, and sinker. But they're excellent.
1: That's awesome. I was, I was gonna ask if you were tongue in the rim of that Lonely Blonde. But that That's would be right. Once I open band. that one, I will. I'll be, rim, I'll be, I'll be rimming it like, uh, you gotta open it. Like Sasha oh. Gray on a, on a Saturday. Oh yeah. <laughs> She's
3: respectable.
1: She is now. respectable. Oh, okay. She's a real actress
3: now. Yeah. Yeah. Those,
1: those movies are not gonna go away. She will never be respectable.
3: Dude, I always think about that with, um, what's the blonde one that was, uh, dating Charlie Sheen for a while? Um,
1: not uh,
0: Jenna
3: Jameson.
1: No, 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 no. Oh, oh, shit. Not uh, Tracy Lords. No, 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 no. Um, how about Charlie well, Sheen? How does huh? How does he get that? He ain't the he ain't all that. What's up. that? How does Charlie Sheen get that? Uh, well, he's he's notorious for
3: banging all the porn it's, stars. It's the Tiger Blood. Bree Bree Olson. Oh, really? But the thing is, is is she's trying to go legit too, and I may or may not follow her on Twitter, and uh, <laughs> it's. <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> It's hysterical though because she'll post these cute little like, you know, fully clothed like glamour shots and like, she'll be like, oh I have an audition Come today and like, and I, and I, and to your point Vince, I'm always thinking like, dude, but you're never going to escape the thousands of hours of video that is on the web for all of us to see and you being no. willing to do anything <laughs> for your, like, like the most depraved things ever, you know what I'm saying? So.
1: And it, it's funny, I was just watching a, a documentary on Tracy Lords. Who I'm convinced from the get-go was going to do what she did. She she was she had set out to bring those guys not not necessary to bring them down, but she wanted to make a mint and then cut out right right whatever. And she took a lot of people down sure, with her. Yeah. But anyway, she was uh, I mean she,
3: just because she was underage, she really effed things up for the industry.
1: Oh yeah, yeah they, she almost she almost destroyed yeah, the industry. Yeah. But the uh, the recall how they they scooped all her films that she made before she was 18. That was a majority of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they took them all off the shelves. All that stuff is on the net now. All of it. What is that? That's my phone. Oh, no. awesome. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. That's my wife's drink. God, God,
3: we
0: yeah. do not disturb shit up in
3: this Dude, place. Before, no, before yeah. David talks about what he's drinking, here's how this train of thoughts going in my mind. It's how my mind works. <laughs> we're talking about porn. We're talking, <laughs> no, we're talking about pulling videos off, which makes me think of something earlier today, which was Burt Reynolds having to auction off his stuff, and the connection was... Porn leads to boogie nights, leads to me thinking of Burt Reynolds, leads to remembering to mention that Burt Reynolds is in such dire financial straits that he's auctioning off hundreds and hundreds of personal bits of memorabilia. Yeah. So yeah. that is sad, but I have to admit, I went through the entire catalog <laughs> that there was something from Cannonball Run. Yeah, right, no of course problem. he did. But there wasn't. Oh. So, oh. Here we go. David, what are you drinking?
0: Uh I decided to... Um... Follow your lead and try something that I hadn't tried before. So tonight, uh, from his diamond collection, I am drinking Francis Coppola, the 2012 oh. black label claret Cabernet Sauvignon. Nice.
3: The whole That's French. Coppola baby.
0: Yeah. It's a really nice bottle. It's all fancy and shit. Yeah. Uh, um, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty tasty. I'm going to actually pour myself a little bit more now.
3: Excellent. That's good to hear.
0: I almost drank wine the other night. Really? Oh, that sounds like a
1: toilet. Yeah, like you it just does, pee. right? It, it sounded does. like
3: a reprise of my my from a few years ago. I'm peeing, brothers.
1: <laughs> you got a stream like that, you're a very healthy oh, boy.
3: Yeah. You heard it? You heard it for all day. It was.
1: Yeah, I did. It was. It was a healthy stream. My wife listens to my pee. That when should I'm be your ring to. it's because you know she wants to make sure you're healthy. She thinks I'm saying. You gotta get back <laughs> no. no. Oh
3: God, and that's, that's crazy. To the camp. in one shadow.
1: All right, let's talk about that thing you neglected to talk about. What thing? You said I, I jogged your memory. And, oh, and
3: yeah. I, we, we, well, I, we should. Actually, should, it's fair to say we have a lot of books that we'd like to get through this week, it seems like, because we all read a bunch of stuff. So I'll just yeah. sit on it quickly, because I don't know if you guys ordered this and haven't read it yet, or, or intending to, but the book that you jarred my memory well I actually had read it oh, we, oh, about a week and a half, two weeks ago, but it never came up um, last week's episode. Um, Teen Titans Earth One.
0: Oh. Oh, I have heard about this. I have not read it yet. Yeah. That's the dot, the Dotsons exactly. on right? Uh, yeah. It's
3: the Earth One graphic novels or uh, DCs. Uh, I guess they're, they're on one hand an attempt to break right into the book market. And on the other hand, they're meant to modernize some of their core characters for an, a younger generation. Um, I have uh, full confession. I haven't read the Batman or Superman books that have pre, pre- have, um, preceded this, so I can't speak to them. Um, I know they sold well and I know that they're fairly controversial and it seemed like both with Batman and Superman, some people loved them, some people hated them because they were very different than, you know, their Superman or their Batman. Um, you know, I've always enjoyed the Teen Titans, but I have no I I certainly don't have the emotional connection to the titans because i didn't read them as a kid in the way that say david wood or or many many of our our friends and listeners that were grew up reading dc as much as they did marvel so um so, and i say that because i am guessing if if you grew up at a titans you know kid then you may have a much stronger allegiance to your version of the titans and and that may um color your your perceptions of of a book like this but this was no gn um written by jeff Lemire. Uh, and as you guys just said, uh, art by Terry and Rachel Dodson, and so you know it looks great. You, you know that uh, the Dodsons handle their business. Um, it, it was interesting. I mean, I don't. I, again, I don't want to get too too far in the weeds on this one, other than to say it, it genuinely is a complete reimagining of the formation of the team. Um, it, it's it's in this world uh, to up to the point where the Titans uh, come to be. And present themselves as heroes. There are no, there are no superheroes. So they're, they're the first superheroes. So they life. are
0: not even sidekicks.
3: No, they are not sidekicks. Um, all of their, all of their um, origins are, are interlinked. They all come from the same place, and they um, are basically brought together when, um, when Starfire, uh, who okay. is progenitor of their power set um is calling to them and they all come to her aid and kind of that brings them all together and they realize even though many of them have known each other for most of their lives that they're connected in this much deeper way and we're kind of it's essentially an origin story um but this is a a much different origin than any titans you've come to see before
0: um okay i'm sorry um so by saying Starfire, then this is the Wolfman Perez New Teen Titans version, not the original five. Correct. It's, okay. it's, it's,
3: Beast Boy, uh, Cyborg, Raven, Starfire, um, who am I missing? Uh, Jericho and Terra.
0: Oh, wow. wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. So, no, no, so basically nobody. Hey,
3: like, to, to set it up, like Terra is a kind of a trailer trash girl. Um, Apple wrong know. side of the tracks, pretty pretty teenage white girl. So and that it, she's banging it out though. She's banging it yeah. out with with cyborg.
0: Then this see now so right away then that the reason why there are only heroes and there are no sidekicks is because there's no Wonder Girl, no Kid Flash, no Robin. Correct. So there is. So these characters don't stem from. They have no attachments. That's all right. I. I'm, I'm becoming more interested the more you talk about it.
3: Well, look, I I, I put it to you this way. It, um, this is a complete, whether, whether you're super into the Titans or not, I would only recommend you read this book. If you're interested in reading a else worlds or a what if type of story, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the way I approach this. It it just, it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's, Hey, creator, we like the way you write. What if you could reimagine this set of characters? And that's pretty much what Lemire was tasked with and he did. Um, again, I, I thought it was interesting. I, I wouldn't say I, I, I loved it. Like, I mean, there's going to be a, there's supposedly going to be a volume two and a volume three and so forth. And I don't know that I'd be clamoring for the second volume, depending, but you know, I thought it was interesting. It definitely had a, uh a, a, almost like a CW teen vibe to it in the sense that you've got cyborg who's the jock and he's he's da- he's banging it out with Tara, and of course his mom who's this very successful scientist uh, is is unhappy with him dating a girl from the wrong side of the tracks um it, probably the thing that i had the most trouble with was the way that the Dodsons drew uh Slade um uh because He's portrayed as this barrel-chested, beer-swilling, uh, guy, you know? And so, uh, I, 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 didn't like that so much, but, but their characterizations are pretty cool. I would say the most interesting uh, in terms of the departures that they took was the way that they depicted Raven, who is a Native American in this, and she's living on a resi, and her, either her father or her grandfather is the shaman. And so almost they've made her almost into like a talisman type of a character. Um, huh. but yeah, but I dug it all. I mean, look, I dug components of it and it looked great. And so again, if you, if you're a huge Titans fan, but in a way that you're cool with reading Elseworlds and go into this thinking that that's what this is, then I recommend it. If you are expecting this to be some kind of Lemire's ultimate version of the Titans that Wolfman and Perez created, this isn't that you, then you're probably going to be bothered by
1: it. So, right. Um, Humor me for a second, mm-hmm. as you will. Uh, these um, DC books, the uh, wh- now what is the subtitle? T-Titans, is it T- like year one or Earth T-Tans, One? Earth One. Earth One, right. okay. Now,
0: none of them, you just said, you know, they're they're looking to spin off for a volume two or three. None of the Earth Ones, the Batman or Superman, none of them have had a sequel, right? I th-
1: the Superman did, I th- yeah. Oh,
0: so. they-
3: right, yeah. Yeah, there's oh, like it. three of them, I think. I think, think. Two, yeah. the second one's been out for a while, yeah.
0: Okay, oh, cool. okay. All right, then
1: so but ultimately what are the what's the purpose of these books are they to are they for readers not invested in the in the d c universe are the casual readers are are they for are they gateway drugs in a sense to get people to read comics because i i don't see i don't understand the logic in completely reworking a property and then when someone who did like it goes to read more it's completely different than everything they've that the one thing they've read so i
3: i um I, I'm going to preface this by saying that whatever answer I'm about to give is likely misremembering, and so more ardent DC fans are probably going to listen to this and then scream at us for it. Mm-hmm. But my recollection when they were announcing the Batman Earth one and then that there was going to be a series was, as I alluded, there, there are really two purposes. One, they wanted to have books that they could bring to the book market directly they okay. weren't reprints of stuff because of the inevitable... Conundrum they always have with people feeling daunted when they're interested in a, a character they don't know where to begin. So this would this would address that. And then two, um, to create a modern retelling that had no, um, wasn't steeped in any kind of continuity or history that would be daunting for new readers. Similar again to I think what Marvel intended to do with the Ultimate Universe. Um, now uh, as we know, the Ultimate Universe ended up getting besieged by its own continuity soon enough. Um, but you know the original intent was otherwise. So I think that that was the right. intent. Um, Mm -hmm. but it is tricky, right? Because as you said, I mean, I think there's been two Batman, I mean, two Superman and one Batman, although there have been, there there have supposedly been more in the works. There was a Wonder Woman announced, um, that never came out and then this Titan. So, so I don't know exactly if they're accomplishing the goal that they envisioned for the Earth One OGNs, but certainly, um, I think that was the goal regardless of whether they're being successful at it or not.
1: Right. I think the super one, Superman one, if I remember, sold really well. The first one.
3: Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was yeah, one of the I top just, selling OGNs that year. I mean, yeah, or, or, not OGNs. I mean, collected, collected. Oh, you're right, Vince. Uh, volume three is out of of Superman, so they've come out with three right. of those, and they're by uh, JMS is the writer with Shane Davis as
0: the artist. Yeah, J- yeah, right.
1: And we read the first Superman. It was it was very different from the the dc or the new 52 superman
0: mm-hmm.
1: which which is this, very different. well that was
0: pre new 52 the first superman the one? first earth one yeah that was still with the old that was, okay. was pre flashpoint okay but um
1: yeah i just i i i understand the goal but ultimately someone who does find merit in this this stuff is going to be confined to the series like should they branch out right it, it's completely different territory. So I don't, yeah. And, and when David said, you know, the more you talk about this, the more interested I'm getting. My, my reception was the exact inverse. I he's like, he's like, okay, no mentors, right. no, no night wing. So because I like, it's, eh. it's
0: going to, it, it, it lessens the, um, because there is no preconceived, you know, like, uh, if it had everybody, or or at least the founding members, or Robin and Dick Wally and and Donna, then I'd be more inclined to compare it to what's right. come before it. Now it's like you know, or obviously it's, and yes, the Earth Ones, even even when they were first announced, I I viewed them as as an Elseworlds, because um, for whatever reason they, they want to get rid of the Elseworlds title, but the uh so I, I would never. I'm fine with viewing them as separate entities and and DC seems to really embrace that because they have I mean not only do they have the multiverse and and 52 earths and now you have the Multiversity comic and and you know we we've known about else worlds and and with Crisis on Infinite Earths it's, DC has always had multiple universes but now it's it's spinning out of the comics because their, their two TV shows are going to have nothing to do with any of the movies that are coming out. So I mean, they just, DC just seems to be going buck wild with, with whatever you're used to in one iteration is not like anything you're going to see mm-hmm. somewhere else. And, and that could be right. good or bad because it's like, you know, you leave the movie theater and you should know things are going to be a little different. I mean, you walk out of the Avengers and that didn't mean that if you found the Bendis version of the Avengers, that that's who you saw on the screen, but Disney XD came out with the cartoon and Marvel tried to publish a few different, they, 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 they had the Avengers Assemble book by Bendis and Bagley. So at least that had the people right. from the movie. So they,
3: and then they have earth's Mightiest heroes.
0: And, right. Yeah. So yeah. you know, they tried to work with things, but I, it's it, DC is just like, whatever you like here, don't think you're getting that over here.
1: Yeah, the current DC continuity and and that word is very malleable. Yeah. Uh, it just just boggles my mind. I, I can't wrap my head around it. There's there's world, World's uh, Future's End, the 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 uh, Earth 2 stuff. I, I'm trying to make sense of it all. And mm-hmm. it's just it just does not make sense. It, it, there's too much to contend with. And then the, if you throw in the TV shows, it's just like I, 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 I want I need cohesion. Mm-hmm. I, I need stuff stuff to make sense.
3: Well, and um, so and just finishing it up, so Superman, Earth 1, Volumes 1 and 2 are available. Volume 3 mm-hmm. comes out February 10th of 2015. Ooh. Batman, Earth 1, Volume 1 has been released. Volume 2 comes out in May of 2015. And then Wonder Woman, Earth 1 was supposed to come out this summer, but apparently has been postponed until spring of 2015, and that's allegedly by Grant Morrison and Yannick Paquette.
1: Right, so, yeah. Um, cool. I mean, didn't he, I think Morrison said that, um, uh, I, I must be misremembering, but didn't he say at one point it was the best thing he's ever written and he he just adores the story and he's putting all he had into it and he, uh, I, I can't wait to see that.
3: I didn't know that, but that's encouraging. I'm a big yeah, fan he, of he was, chat, our favorite etymologist, so.
1: <laughs> Wonder Woman's flower will be very accurately rendered. Yeah, I bet it will. Much more than so
3: <laughs> with that mess the finches put together
1: uh <laughs> <laughs> okay let's do some positivity i mean yeah, you like that right. let's just a little positivity um i want to i don't have to go through all this stuff we can do roundtable <laughs> stuff because i got a lot of issues. <laughs> i just want to make sure i that.
0: mention it all before anybody else does
1: yeah no david read this i know i did um jason have you read the archer and armstrong uh the one percent
3: that was the valiant book i was referring to at the open that i loved
1: all right uh, it's a one shot written by ray fox yes
3: oh that
2: disappoints yep. me <laughs>
3: I I like well,
1: well no well, well we'll get into it um the art is by joe isma
2: mm-hmm.
1: isma colors by, Uli- colors by ulysses Ariola. there has to be <laughs> the best name in the world ulysses Ariola. I think Sasha uh, and, did
3: a few movies with Ulysses Ariel.
1: Oh, don't please. I'm trying to keep my train in one direction here. <laughs> Dave, Dave Sharp did the letters and our man, yes. Juan, yeah. Juan Doe and Ryan Hughes did the
0: cover. Beautiful. Yep. Guy.
1: It's, the setup is really simple. If you've been reading Archer and Armstrong or, and other various and sundry titles in the Valiant universe, you are well aware of the 1%. What, what? And, uh. <laughs> 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 Uh, <laughs> mammon be praised uh the one percent are a group of um uber businessmen who control sixty percent of the world's wealth Do-do-hoo. and uh what happens in this this uh one shot it's a hostile takeover of the one percent by one of their very own uh this young austin oldenburg lancaster he's he's a shark, a super aggressive businessman, and he thinks the one percent could do better. Uh, when he reads an article that says, uh, decrying the, the, the 1% for, uh, for, for, for controlling <laughs> 60% of the world's wealth, he's like, 60% is a D. Well, we're, not, Piketty, we're not, we're yeah, not doing- He
3: was joking. He made the reference to Piketty, uh, thinks that they're, they're, they're they got a D, which I, I thought was awesome.
1: It, it, it's very sarcastic, very sardonic. Now this kid, um, is inducted, uh, into the 1% by his father who does it reluctantly. But probably, just to keep it in the family, the kid's inducted into the one percent, and he is the worm in the apple he he's been trying to his his ideas go um un un um enforced he he they think he's too radical they they humor him, but nothing of his ever gets put into play, so he hires assassins to take them all out, like the the black block and others, and he through the course of the issue um they virtually eliminate the entirety of the 1% save himself and his father and the only reason why he saves his father's life is because he, he obviously wants to torture the dude he hates his father because uh the 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 one person that austin loved in this whole entire world was his mother and austin's father treated his mother like a business proposition he he devoured her he he consumed her he whittled her will whittled her away and she finally um just killed herself and, and so that make made the kid uh bloodthirsty for dad and that's probably why he's doing this but he's he's a skeevy prick i mean he's just concerned about profit over everything and uh i i thought
0: he, it was a, it, um he uh redeem is is the wrong word for it but i i turned the corner on the character um before the end of the book during during the car ride um because before right. that it just it i it was getting to the point where why am I reading a book that's so focused on this one character who I would rather do anything else than read about. And, um, when his, his, uh, reasons became clear, it, um, it, it's, it's right. definitely one of those issues where, you know, you stick with it and, and I'm not talking about whole arc or, Oh, you know, if you have that 10 issues, you'll, you'll, you'll dig it. um, this, you just gotta get through a few pages. And, and I mean, whereas, but obviously Jason adored this book. So, so we are going to look at it from two different places. Right, right. But, um, no, I, I'm glad I, I, I'm a huge Archer and Armstrong fan. I, I thought the, um, the, the 1% when they were introduced in, uh, early on in that series, um, it, it's, it's an organization that, that, should kind of be, um have a spotlight on to a degree, but, uh. Yeah, it's a real world. And it's, it's, um I, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it more as the issue went on and, and, uh. Just yes, started getting slaughtered. As it, well, <laughs> pretty much, yes. Uh, but it was, um it was definitely, uh, cause I, I told you guys earlier, I'm like, it's, it's, you know, first blush. It's, it's hard for me to get through this. I, I read the, 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 the recap page and they're like, you know, the, the, the intro page letting you know what you're about to read and, and I'm like, alright, well, I'll, I'll give it a shot. And I'm reading a couple of pages and I'm like, I just, I, there's gotta be something else I can be reading, but I.
1: See, hedonism turns me on. I, off. of course. I, I was all over this. I'm like, yeah, they, 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 in the beginning of the book, they, they slowly work their way into our, um, Austin's bedchamber and they, they show his bed and he's got like a, a, a naked chick and a bunny mask. There, I think the there's a dude with a fox tail. tail. Yeah, yeah. A box yeah. tail. Yeah. yeah. And they're all like passed out. There's a butcher knife on the bed. Why? All, there's all a the pets knife. are wearing
0: like old school like, shit.
1: diarrhea on the wall. There's like, <laughs> every yeah. Dogs with clown costumes on. <laughs> but there, there's another wrinkle in Austin's Armani. The, the, the kid, made a deal with the dark side uh there are supernatural forces at work in this book see he can't be shot he's hanging out of the sunroof of the the limo and there's bullets whipping past him all over the place and he doesn't get shot his father tries to kill him and the bullets turn to flowers in the gun in 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 the in the magazine so the kid cannot be shot i'm sure he can get blown up or some, something, you know, another means of, of ending him, but as far as pointing a gun at him, it's not gonna work. But that, that's cool. And I think this issue is really smart because in, in, uh, the Valiant Next initiative, what they're doing here is they're wiping the slate, yet they're keeping the bad right, guys the right. same. So the 1%, which has existed in Archer and Armstrong since the beginning, now, new readers can get in on this and say, oh, I know exactly who these people are. You don't have to even, well, you should, but you don't even have to catch up on Archer and Armstrong to get in on the ground floor of anything from this point forward. That's really smart. I thought this issue was great. I loved it.
3: Yeah, me too. I I I thought the idea of fleshing out a new version of this 1% that we've already been introduced to is really smart. Um, I think... In, if the goal was to create a character that most everybody reading it would be guaranteed to hate, I think they were really successful, right? This, there's, this kid has, there's no redeeming quality to this kid other than the fact okay. that he's very, very good at being very, very malicious for his own personal gain. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like the ultimate villain. Um, he's, he's, um, so yeah, no, I, I thought it was, it was, uh, extremely well done. And the fact that it's a one shot, um, more power to them because they, they definitely, I think in the span of the one issue did a nice job of, uh, establishing the new status quo. I thought we were going to be getting a whole mini series of this and that we're, you know, soon to have Archer and Armstrong, uh, combating them. So I guess we'll probably see that more in the, uh, in the other books. But, but, uh, yeah, I thought he was a great villain and, um, you know, I thought for the most part, Eisman did a nice job with the art.
1: Um, Mm -hmm. Uh, it's a clean line style, but it, it has, uh, comedic tendencies like he'll exaggerate facial features and, and body movements just to to get you know a rise out of you and it works really well
3: when he was talking to his dad and he was telling him he was gonna he already owned the redskins and he was gonna buy the patriots and then he gonna <laughs> put them all in a stadium and have them kill each other yes. and sell tickets and call it the uh the home or the homestead game or something i yes. thought that was hysterical. so I mean, uh, the, it's funny too because there were a few Few terms of art, like that he, when he was talking in the beginning about some of the business transactions he was doing, and he referenced Piketty, who's an uh, economist named Thomas Piketty, that's the last year spent a lot of time writing about the uh, ongoing, uh, you know, wealth inequality that exists in the world. So I, I, and I thought to myself as I was reading some of that, like, well, if you're not in finance, you don't pay attention to that stuff, is that is that, is that going to seem like gobbledygook, or is it going to have any meaning to you whatsoever? I mean, again, it's, it's, uh, it, Ten years from now, if anybody's reading this book, unless you're an economist, I doubt you're going to understand the reference to Piketty at all. And I'm sure right. many people didn't reading it even now. So, you know, I, yeah, I think I you just... have to be careful as a writer about when you're incorporating modern or pop culture references, particularly specific ones, and remember that that not everybody has that same interest set. But mm-hmm. uh, I, but I mean I you know so I mean I, I appreciated them, but I, they kind of struck me. A few references did strike me as well. I, I don't know if that's going to be accessible to people that aren't paying attention to the world of global economics most of their day um but yeah i googled it you did because i didn't yeah i didn't
1: know either and I, I just i did i i i googled it and i found out what i needed to know and i think it lends a a, a um a nice layer of authenticity mm-hmm. to it like he, he didn't make up a name he could could have called it like like pukety or something something close like a like a, a look oh i see or a sound like, a sound a gargle look. the uh, he, spelled it, right. he
3: spelled it differently Oh he did? Well didn't in the book didn't he spell it P-I-K-I-T-Y? Uh,
1: let's
0: I think it were two T's. Was it P I K E or Oh he
3: did he spell it correctly?
0: I got it right here. Did it should keep be
3: Pike T T Y. I think it was. Oh, okay. Oh. Um
0: I didn't I I I assumed that it was uh it was based because of the subject matter it was a it was based in on someone in the real world. So it's and I follow what you're saying because as far as here's a book where, where you're talking about, you know, global economics and, and finance and that's someone reading this may not want to like Vince go to Google, but,
2: mm-hmm. but,
0: but then you're, when you think about someone like Warren Ellis when he was doing planetary and, and you know, his, his goal was once you get to the end of an issue, uh, we know it's going to be a while before you get the next one, but we gave you enough here where you can go right. and find out about these monsters or these the you know whatever whatever the theme of the issue was. Um, I think people might be more inclined to do that on a sci-fi fantasy comic like Planetary. Maybe Agreed. Not so I don't much.
3: expect many people are going to be caring to Google who Thomas Piketty is. That right?
0: Yeah, it's uh Right.
3: Oh, he spelled it right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, but there 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 is a, a, a bit of sci-fi well I don't want to call it sci-fi there's a bit of supernatural mm-hmm. in this other than the fact that um Austin his dirty deal the last page we don't know what that is mm. yet mm-hmm. so that could be another supernatural element to this to this thing yeah. which is cool I Think his yeah. big
3: thing is he thinks there should be a, a like a an incremental tax on really wealthy people up to 75% that's his big
1: Yes, 75 percent. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> but it was not,
3: uh, I'm, already in a, I'm already in enough hot button with with current current political issues. I'm not going to delve into my views on taxing.
1: What do you think about that, Jason?
0: Go <laughs> <laughs> to my Facebook and you'll find out. Yeah, um, but it was it, it's. I did chuckle where he well, while he's talking to his dad, and he goes, "Yeah, nobody gets pickety but me." It's, so it's, I mean, he just, he does have that, that air about him where it's, he's obviously not supposed to be a likable character. And, um, it's very easy for me to not like him. So in in that regard, um, Fox did a great job with the character because I, I don't like him. I, I, again, as I was reading the issue and I got further into it, um, as his methods and reasons were, were being made clear, um, it was, it became, more enjoyable, but, uh, it's, on, um, on one hand, it's it's a little bittersweet, cause I, I'm like, I could see me reading more of this if, if it comes, you know, if it's an annual thing or if it just ties into whatever's going on in a couple of books and then they come back with a second issue and, and every so often, but, um, I don't know if I'm ready for the second issue, but it, it, there was enough there where if they did Follow up with another issue. Um, hey, I'd I'd want to read it, and and uh, I think there was enough there that um, it would. I would like to see it play out a little bit more. I think instead of just. But then it, having him work in the background on on some things, um, the seeds were planted here, and and uh, you can see them play out in other books. So it, it's. It, I think the issue worked. It um I I am glad I I uh I kept going with it, but it's um it, it was for me anyway. It was, it was a little hard to take in the beginning.
1: Yeah, I think it's all about accessibility. So this was a one shot, no strings. You read it, now you know you you are going to be aware of developing uh plot threads in probably the entire Valiant universe. Well, let's not overstate it. A lot of the Valiant universe, which is really smart right yeah mm-hmm.
2: absolutely yeah
1: david what you got what do i got
0: yeah uh um, you know, i'll swing it back soon all right i'll uh i will not talk about um another valiant book i will mm. um i don't want to talk about that one either i don't know <laughs> if might have read it so i'll wait i um huh. i i caught up with you guys and i read uh mimetic the first two issues oh <gasps> yes Nice. It's um, and I was actually I was talking to uh, the minion about it yesterday, and and giving him the gist of it because he's uh he he loves those memes those memes and he uh <laughs> we, 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 um <laughs> and and so I was, I was, and, and he seemed to be pretty keen on on the whole story and and the idea behind it. I, I had to. Google the sloth so he'd know you know what exactly because he's like wait you mean like the the dude who's like always hanging on to like you know the chick's bra or something like that? and I no so I want to show him it was a drawing and, and they didn't use an actual existing um, sloth meme but uh it, it's I,
1: I I set it set it up for them written by James, James the, fourth, the fourth yes the fourth um, uh, Eric Donovan illustrated yes. it our boy. At, Adam Gazowski did the color art. Steve Wands did the last. Wait, line. Steve I,
3: okay. did the color
0: art? Adam Gazowski. Adam. Oh, right. Mike, yeah. Mike Wachowski. The, uh, <laughs> I really like the covers with the whole, with because oh. with, with, it goes up the spine and then it's got the number on it. I, I, I think the covers are sharp. One of the, yeah, you're
1: right. One of the most original and eye-catching covers yeah. on the, on the stance. Yeah.
0: Uh, the first issue with the back matter with everybody's Facebook page I thought was a hoot. Um, and, uh, I, the first issue I thought was really fun because you have, um, we're, we're, we're in it with day three, but then we flash back to the first day early on and, um, we're reading everybody's tweets and, and, and their text and, and Facebook posts. And, and I'm getting a huge kick out of that because I do see people, um, write like this i mean these could have been lifted right from uh everybody's most people's uh updates or tweets and and just slapped in here with 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 a name and it it would have been perfect um the uh but we um i i thought the uh we get hit over the head pretty quickly with um if you want to call him the hero of our story uh as far as um who he is what's what's wrong with him in the sense that what uh what handicaps he has um and his his uh his sexual preference and so i mean it's like they're not they're not leaving anything up for uh, tinians not letting you guess at anything about about this this blind deaf gay guy and yeah
1: yeah, well yeah. I, I don't, you're right. I, I would hesitate to call him a hero. I think he's more like our eyes in this world.
0: Oh, he, he, I can't he, see anything but blue. Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah. He, well, he's, he's, he's the reader in, in, in a sense in this, in this world because he, he hasn't done anything very heroically. Yeah, he's, he's, he's basically reacting to things. Yes. Yeah. Cause it's chaos. I mean, they're, they're the, what the, what the uh, good time sloth meme does to you. Uh, 12 hour gestation period, we said, you freak the hell out. You start bleeding from the eyes and screaming and you just want to destroy everything that hasn't been turned.
0: And I was, I was a little, um, because after you guys brought it up, I I figured I'd read it, but I, I, and I guess I kind of, because of everything else that, that I'm reading or other things that, that I'm a fan of, um, I guess I wasn't really ready for yet another post apocalyptic story um, mm-hmm. but i i didn't um, because this is primarily set up because we're going back the three days um, it's not like we're I'm watching the walking dead and 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 it's been going on for a few years now this is i'm I'm seeing it as it happens so we're we're not at that point yet where i it, everything things are getting bleak, but not everything is so bleak just yet and um I thought the introduction of 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 all the characters. Uh, the, the general, the, his, uh, his subordinate and, and the, the away mission team. I thought everything was working. I, 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 the only thing, the only nit I have to pick about it. And I don't know if this is, um, if this is a rule or a law. I think it used to be, but I, I found it odd and, and to some degree off putting where you'll have the characters actually reference in in the word balloons as they're speaking, um, they'll reference real life, honest to goodness websites, whether whether it's Gawker or Google or Twitter. But when they're drawn on the page and he's looking on his laptop screen, it, it says gargle or, or rat it instead of Reddit, And, and it just, things like that. It's the same thing as if I'm, when I'm watching a show and, um, and the dude's got, uh, Dude's got his collar up, and then the next scene when you're talk, when he's talking to the woman, his collar's down, and then when it cuts back to him, it's like, I just, I just want some consistency. I just, I, yeah. I just need the editors to, to kind of maybe pitch in a little bit. But aside, That could,
1: you know what that could be? That could be they didn't want to reproduce, cause if you, if you draw the Google logo exactly- That's what i You know I mean, you're- That's- they could have,
0: they, they could have done the, the Google Doodle, and, and just the, yeah. You know, yeah,
1: no, you're right. It could, it could also be
0: lack of communication by the, the 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 creative team and the editorial who knows right and and these are things that other people might not even notice so it's not like uh, right, it's not right. going to stop you from reading the story it's not you don't see that and go okay I'm done and throw your hands up and forget about it it it's um it's just because I am so deep into it and I'm I'm reading it and I'm I'm just enjoying it it's like then my eye catches that and it just turns it for me but getting past that um it's it it's three issues um I'm not sure when the third issue comes out, I guess in a couple of weeks um but it's uh I thought that um it's i I, I need to see it end now and and it i it's it seems somewhat um for me, I think with this story uh it's definitely the journey because I kind of know how it's ending or at least who's going to be involved in the ending, who's going to save the day. That was kind of pretty much, that was almost evident from, um, on the first few pages of the first issue. But it's, uh, it is a little, it's a bit of a bummer to see so many people in, in, in this dude's life, um, end up the way they end up and, and what they do to themselves. And I mean, but I think the idea of it with the whole, um, you have, uh, it, the meme basically infects these people, uh, and it takes it to the next stage where now, even though you think the dude with his, uh, with his, uh, macular degeneration, he's going to be part of the solution, uh, once this, uh, the virus gets to its next step, um, that 's obviously not yeah. the case, and and now he also only has twelve hours, so it it the way it right. morphs and 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 uh... see you're being
1: extremely polite you 're being considerate to the people who haven 't read this i 'm not going to be that person because it 's cool <laughs> in the in the second issue, the virus mutates yes or let 's not call it a virus because we really don 't know if that 's what it is well it, 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 but
0: the... that 's what the general. Because it's it's right. it's, it's mimetic warfare, and and he, right. uh, it's it goes from being visual to audible, and right and it's, all those
1: screams yeah. that these people the the screams become a carrier because the infected will say, "Isn't it beautiful? Yep. It's like music." So there's something going on with the screams, and this is where it comes in. It's a very, very small knit. Um, <laughs> like I said, I really enjoyed the first issue i i I actually love the first issue i I enjoyed the second issue even more, so let's just put that on the table. But there is a slight dip in the credibility of the 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 events of the story because, like we said, okay, the virus mutates, so now it's not only carried visually, it's carried audibly. And what are the two things? That our boy Aaron is is his to inflict the uh, things he's stricken with is he's colorblind okay, so that absolves him from the visual point of the 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 meme he's also has a, a hearing aid, so now the auditory point uh, part of the 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 meme doesn't affect him, and I said to David, I was joking on Facebook, I said, okay, I would not be surprised if issue three the virus mutates further to only attack straight people. Because as we know, he's also gay. So this, this, you know what I mean? it That's the one part of the story that just, I was like, really? Come on. But uh, David said that Colonel Marcus Shaw, who now happens to be the highest ranking person in Washington, yes. because everybody. He's not in Washington has, anymore. Well, yeah. Well, it, uh, The Washington hierarchy. If you go up that, okay, who's next? The vice president's dead. Let's go down the list and see who's next. Marcus Shaw is the guy now. So, so what they're trying to do is they, they trace the IP of the person who originally posted the image and they're going to round this person up and force them or pay them or whatever to, to, to create an inverse image, something that would stem this, this destruction and, uh, Marcus Shaw and group hear the screams. So they have exactly 12 hours yep. to find this person. It's nuts. It's such a good story. I, I, th- I think it would make a kick-ass movie.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it would. yeah, and there's some really heartbreaking pages in this issue. Um, tender, right before, <laughs> and then they punch you in the
0: gut with the, the, the next page. Yeah. It's really, it's really And, that, really and that's a real nice looking full page. It's, uh, Oh yeah. I mean, I, yeah. yeah, no, the, the art is, um, the art's really, it, it also, it helps tell the story. It's, it would be, in, I can't see, um, It's one of those things where I, you might want to see other artists tackle this story, but I don't know if it would, um, because a a lot of the people early on are college kids, and and uh, it's just it kind of fits this story. It's not it's it's not um, it's not super dark. It's not gritty. It's it's a little Hmm. cartoony in some degree, but it it's it's all it it works. I mean, I just I think that the, the creative team is paired up really well with this story yeah yeah
1: yeah um early on i have to admit i didn't know aaron was wearing a hearing aid really the yeah it could be the color art because i think it's it's the 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 color that they you that he adam uses for the hearing aid is very close to the color of um aaron's hair right. So you don't, if, unless you see the two. Yeah, I mean, I, I ear, you it, don't really see it when he it.
0: when he did mention to his girl to his bestie that uh, that he had to uh, you know hold on, let me let me put my hearing aid in. Uh,
1: right, that's when it was like oh you Go yeah, back you know, a couple pages, okay.
0: like all oh, right, that's what it was. But yeah,
1: but in the rest of the issue, you really can't see it. Right, which is, I mean, I would if they were going to do what they if, have, if the plan was to do what they did in issue number two, I would really slam that home and make it like you know. Apparent that the the kid is always always has a hearing aid in, but they did say it early on, mm-hmm. so it's six to one, half dozen the other. I and I think it's a great book. Boom has got something really special and with this. It,
0: it's it's nice that um and at least they they get all of that out up front because you may if you notice that he's the only one who isn't affected by any of this. Now you're wondering if it's going into the um the supernatural or 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 the uh if if he's you know. If he's genetically enhanced in some way, and they're trying to keep it somewhat realistic as far as you know the memes go, and and um, and in that way, it's not they're not they're not trying to do anything supernatural or or um or too heavy duty sci-fi. It's not like all of a sudden you know it's it's not like the plane is low on gas and it still has to make it to Oregon. And I mean, they're not, they're not doing anything that's going to bend the laws of physics to a certain degree. So if it's I'm I'm okay in that. Regard of, of them putting all their cards on the table and going, listen, this is everything that 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 Aaron has to deal with, and and we can move on from here, and and um, now we got to work around it. I don't see a happy ending. Oh, friend, I don't see
1: okay. how. Uh, yeah, I don't see how that possibly could be. Yeah. Even, even even if a bunch of them survive, the world has been well, irrevocably changed. He's, and and
0: he's, he's not exactly going to procreate. So
1: no. Well, he may be forced. He to. may be forced. to. Yeah, they'll just they'll... But yeah, be, no, be throwing up, <laughs> 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 not girls. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing that.
2: Yeah, yeah it's cool. That's
0: yeah, the it's the sequel.
1: Yeah, but uh I don't think we mentioned that each issue is extra sized, so it's uh four ninety nine. You get a bunch of back matter and extra long story pages. It's it's excellent stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Swing it back to the boy.
3: No, man, you go. You got a ton. I, I'll uh, I'll piggyback. All,
1: all, right. Right. Yeah. all right. Um. David read this one. I know. It's not like we were talking behind closed doors and planning this out. David read this one too. Um, it's written by Peter Milligan. Pencils by the awesome, exquisite Carrie Nord. Color art by Brian Reber. Dave Sharp again did the letters and you had covers by Hitch. Yeah, uh, we had Raphael. We talk about that. Okay. Raphael Sandoval and Kerry Nord did a cover. It's from Valiant. Big surprise! It's called Eternal Warrior: Days of Steel, number one. It's the first issue in a four-part mini series.
0: Oh, oh, I, I read the so first.
1: So good. The second one's out. Yes. Damn. <laughs> uh, I I I bought the physical copy, so I had to wait till it came in my box, and it was the very first thing I read nice. because. If there's one valiant character that resonates with me the most, it's poor uh Gilad Anipata. Uh Gil just he speaks to me because he is uh immensely powerful. He's an immortal uh like his brothers, but he's also a slave to a certain extent because he he operates at the behest of the geomancer. Yeah. The geomancer claims to uh be bettering the planet. Uh, you know, increasing mankind's chances for uh whatever peace or uh, whatever desires he has. And uh, now she, so the, the eternal warrior is the arm of the geomancer. If he wants something done, he sends the gill out and gill gets it done. And it usually involves m- mass killing. I mean, the, the guy is a meat grinder. He, he's just, he's the eternal warrior. He's
0: extremely good at what he does. And it, He's been doing it for a long time, and and in this particular story, however long ago it it takes place, um, it's he's getting to the point, the realization is sitting in that he keeps doing this, and it it, it nothing changes. He, he's, right. he, he There's still blood shit. There's still people to vanquish. There's still evil in the world. I haven't made a fucking dent in any of this. Why am I still doing it?
1: It's true. And, uh, to the point where he, he just, that's it. I'm out. Yep. And he, and he just goes and, and sits his ass in a cave and the geomancer in the form of a raven, uh, comes to him and he's like, dude, we got stuff to do. You, 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 you need to, to quell this, this, uh, th- actually, I think it's ninth or tenth century. Uh, uh, the, the Franks are being trounced by the Magyars, um, which are Hungarians. I,
0: I had to look that hey, up. Got, man, Valiant got you Googling like a motherfucker.
1: I know. And, uh, he's, uh, the, the geomancer says, you can, you can go in there and, and quell this, this uprising, get these Magyars out of there because there is a savior being born and you have to save the life of this baby. Well, how the hell am I going to know where this baby is? You'll find him under the blood moon and he has a very unique mark on him and you'll know it when you see it. Yeah. So, Gil goes, he's tromping through what would later be France, and, and he encounters a, um, uh, a woman who has just given birth, uh, not too long ago. Her name's Bretta, and her Weasley, um, oh God, Conrad. Hu- husband, husband Conrad, and, and th- the issue's very simple. I mean, you, it's the setup and the first part of the, the tale, but, uh it's it's amazing stuff uh i fell in love with carrie nord's artwork on conan for uh dark horse and this is more of the same i mean the dude excels at period pieces um of which i mean that's conan right uh battle scenes the man's amazing uh he's he's a a same but different frank frazetta now i'm not saying he has the rendering ability of frank frazetta but he, he does himself proud. I mean, the, 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 it's, it's in that wheelhouse. It is amazing stuff. The, the, uh, the carnage and it's also fluid and the period, the costumes and the armor and the weaponry. It's amazing. And you, you, you'll think you're there. It's just, uh, gritty, bloody stuff. It works. He, he's, he's a modern day, um, he's uh, in the, in that, uh, camp with the great, pulp artists and uh the sweat and the stench of the battlefield. It, it's apparent. When when I look at Cary Nord's stuff, I'm there. I don't know about you guys, but I really love his artwork. Only one problem, and not for me, but probably for David, is they shoot from Cary's pencils. They they darken the pencil. He doesn't... I don't think he, he ever... Even on Conan, he didn't have an anchor. Yeah, no. He,
0: I don't know when the last time he had an anchor. He didn't have an anchor, I think, on the uh, X-Men of War stuff. Um...
1: And I'm reading it and I'm thinking, can you imagine Tom, Parle, Tom Palmer on this?
0: There wouldn't be any Carrie Nord left. <laughs> oh. my, 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 uh, I was, I was so bummed. I'm looking at the cover of the first issue and I'm like, fuck, I'm like, there's Carrie Nord here and, and they couldn't make Hitch one of the variants. Like why? I just, I, I, I felt. I know he sells and, and, and people love his stuff and the ultimates and, and, and I get it, but I, I would, I, I'm not thrilled with that cover on the first issue. Um, the La Rosa cover, not so bad on the second, but the, um, I, I just, I, it, Hurts my heart a little bit when the main when the interior artist is is a variant cover artist. If he's a cover artist at all, it's usually one of the variants. And I'm sure it's an awesome looking Carrie Nord cover, but I would have much rather have had that be the um, the main cover. I just
1: yeah, I it, I I didn't know that was the main cover. The the because I don't usually specify when there's more than one cover unless it's like Art Adams right or, or somebody I I gotta have. I, I I'll usually never specify. And, um, when I got the hitch, I'm just like, Oh, well. I, yeah. I mean, you look like, at it
0: for a second, you flip it open so you can read the book.
1: But, yeah. I'm like yourself. I, I'm not a huge hitch fan. Um, I
0: haven't been for a while. I, I, um, when he, when he was the Alan Davis clone, I enjoyed it more, but after that yes, morphing from his, uh, his, his Neil Adams and then going from there to it, it just, it, I, I didn't love the ultimates as much as I could have. When, uh, Paul Neary inks fine as, I mean, I, I remember Paul Neary did a great job on, on Alan Davis on Excalibur in the early issues. And then, I mean, I, to me, Paul Neary is, was primarily a penciler because he penciled Captain America for, for a few years under, uh, De Mateus. So I, I always think of Neary as, as a penciler more so than, than an anchor, even though he's done more work, I think. Hmm, as, really? But,
3: that's interesting.
0: Um, the, uh, but no, the, the, these two issues, um, the the two issues, the first two issues, um, it's it's a really cool story. I'm a little worried that that maybe it's almost like Valiant's trying to make up for lost time because Galad showed up in the second arc of Archer and Armstrong, so he wasn't there from the beginning. But we have him in Archer and Armstrong, we have him in the Valiant, we have him in in this miniseries, and and it's just I'm like I'm. Yeah, there's a lot of history there and, and we have so many stories to tell of this character. I just, I don't need them all told right this minute.
1: This yeah. month. Well, uh, there was a Greg Pack, um, Eternal Warrior right. series too. Yeah. Uh, but it's, now you could, you could put Gill in every book and I'll read Yeah, it. of course. I, no, I know. I would I love know. that. He's
0: your Wolverine, but it, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, um, it's, it's a beautiful book. Nord really, I mean, it, there, there really isn't much. North can't draw. I, I think, you know, it would be weird to see him drawing, um, Amazing Spider-Man or, 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 or X-Factor, something in pretty much in the modern day, but it, it's, uh, he could, but I think his, he, um, the, the, the Frazetta, the, the Bushima Conan, uh, comparisons, I think they're apt. They, they, they absolutely, he, he seems to do extremely well in this setting. Um, he, uh,
1: it's not easy right no and so i mean and, and cuz you know
0: you have everybody's got a shield and a spear or an axe and they have you know everybody's got their their their, their armor or their or their chapeau, you know but everybody has a distinct look and and um you know the eternal War is pretty much covered in a hood through most of of this uh of this story but um the second i think you really like the second issue because of um the time kind of Speeds up a little bit, um, a few years here and there, but it's a, um, it's a beautiful looking book. The, the, uh, the story, it, it's, it, when, after reading the 1% and, you know, and, and with Archer and Armstrong in the present day and, and, and Quantum and Woody being, you know, the, the quirky, um, witty comics, it's, it, it's n- nice that, uh, Donnie can give you a story set So long ago, but still with one of their characters. So it still kind of ties into what they're doing currently. And, and, uh, Galad is is a great character to do that with. And, and I, and he also, he carries himself. I mean, it, it, it's, it's hard for me to not think of this character almost as, as, as a living, breathing person. He just, it, it, he is, to me, when I do think of Valiant, whether it's the old Valiant or the new, Eternal Warrior is really one of the first characters I think of when I think of Valiant. It's it's you know, when you think of DC or or Marvel or there's always those those one or two characters that immediately come to mind when you think of a certain company and and with Valiant as as a publisher, Eternal Warrior is definitely one of those characters for me. Yeah, he's very
1: imposing. The dude the dude has presence. Um to the point where when we're when uh well we first introduced to Bretta and and Conrad. Breda is gorgeous. She's a beautiful blonde and Conrad, her husband, is pencil-thin. He's got a terrible posture. His hair is thinning. I mean, how they ever got married is beyond me. It must have, must have been an arranged thing. But um when when she first uh, encounters uh, Gil the husband's like, who's this ugly bastard or whatever? And, and Brett is like, he's not that um, ugly, yep, no. you know, like, like she, she's looking at him thinking, all right. And even, the, uh, one of the Magyars, when, when, uh, Gil gets done thinning the ranks, he's like, I wish, uh, no, I'm glad the, uh, the Franks don't have men like you on their army because we'd be in trouble, Right. you know? So it, even though he's, he's his enemy, the guy tips his hat to him saying, you know what? You're, you're something else, but I'm gonna, I gotcha and um see the the magyar um guy was the person who originally raped bretta so the baby is is one of the what is the enemy yeah. For, so it's pretty cool yeah good stuff it it's it, it, i i got to get issue number 2 yeah you do yeah i'm i'm kind of sad do they flesh out a little bit of the the married couple and tell why they were together or how they got together at all uh
0: you don't get um you don't get any backstory on on mr mrs conrad but you do um you do get some info on their offspring
1: okay cool and there's a comedic element to the to the book too because well not so much comedic but Not for Bretta, anyway, because when she's accosted by, by the, the Magyar, um, her husband's completely ineffectual. Like, she be, she berates him all the time. He, and, and he doesn't even defend her. He just lets the guy rape her. He runs away and he comes, he runs away and then he comes back for her. He's like, well, he's like, well, what could I have done? The guy would have killed me. She's like, and then
0: you would have been alone with a baby. Hmm.
1: Yeah. That's his reasoning. And then, then he does it again later on in the issue. It's nuts. But it's, there, there's, it's, there's a fun element to it as much as you can have fun in all this bloodshed. I was
3: going to say, it sounds uh, like a laugh riot. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's, 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 it's a really, really sharp first issue. Yeah. And I, like I said, well, I got to get that second. So take it on. Who else is going to do some stuff here? I got more, but I don't want to. Well, well the listen, mic.
3: I think David's in the midst of reading this and I mean, you probably will read it soon, but I just wanted to give a shout to uh the strain by dark horse comics um so we watched the show yep uh i i then read well i should say i listened to the audiobook the first one um not that i have the others i haven't listened to those yet and then i read the first two trades of the dark horse strain stuff uh, all within a relatively short period of time um it was i guess within a 3 or 4 month window i did all this and it was interesting to do that because <laughs> You know, having it's no surprise to anyone that a book is going to have far more detail than a TV adaptation of said material. Um, But it's then fascinating to then see that same material presented in a comic book form and compare the three against one another and mentally think about all the um, mentally think about, well, that's a that's a that's a. A, a, a double statement um, to to of all the ways that they have to pair things back to make it work in each medium. Um, in the comics case, it, it's it's an absolute triumph. Um, written well, scripted. It's it's Guillermo del Toro, who's the creator of the books and, and the TV show, uh, is credited. But the scripting and I think the heavy lifting, um, based on the quality of the book, is by David Labham, Um mm. with art by our boy, Mr. Mike Huddleston. Uh, in fact, when I was raving about this on Facebook Messenger, uh, Dapp said to me, well, how's the art? Because I was talking about the story, and I just said, dude, Huddleston. And he's like, oh, that's right. So um, the first two trades carry you through the end of the first TV series, which, rough, oh, really? which roughly carries you through the end of the first book. So it's all pretty tight in that regard. Um, the the I would say that it, for those that did watch the show on TV – uh, the comic is going to feel familiar. It's going to feel, again, slighter. It's going to feel a little more streamlined. Um, fewer characters, they drop some plot threads because they don't want to get caught in the weeds. They only have 20-some pages per issue to handle all this. But it, it, none of the things that Lapham and his partners decide to remove from the book for the sake of it um, – I think, I think in, in in some ways it's almost an exercise in improving the work, uh, getting to its essence, wow. to its core, you know. And um, Huddleston, his depiction of the characters uh, of the vampires, the Strigoi, are slightly different than what you see in the TV show. Um, in the TV show, you know how when the, the 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 tentacle, the proboscis comes out, it's almost got like a little like a lamprey kind of sucker thing going on at the end. Yeah, uh, yeah in the huddleston draws it it's it's almost like a claw it's almost like a like a
0: pointed tooth it doesn't sort of have its own how brush. is it described in the uh audiobook
3: it's described more like that like a piercing proboscis almost like a, a stinger okay. you know so i think oh, i like that i think huddleston does it a little bit more directly d- directly from the book um but it was great uh it it, it, it it I think it does a nice job of setting up uh, Ephraim and and uh, and, and uh, Um I, I thought the what's interesting is the the comic book and the book start in the same way, and they start in a way that's very different than the way the TV show did it, which is to say that uh, the TV show set the first thing we're introduced to is Ephraim and then his being called in to investigate the the plane, you know, on the tarmac. And then over the course of the series, we're introduced a little bit into the master and who he might be and where he comes from. In the book and the comic, you're introduced instead to a young Satrakian sitting with his grandmother eating Borst, as his grandmother tells him stories of this old nobleman who was um freakish. He had giantism, and he was a freak, and his father, who was the baron... Uh, was embarrassed by him because of his size and his physical deformities, so he took him and a bunch of other people into the woods for a hunting party um, with the premise of that he would either make his son a fierce hunter or he would or or his son would die during the hunt and and either either outcome would be okay well, what happens during the hunt is some type of creature uh, ends up killing everybody in the party save for the 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 the, the, the giant the boy. And many think that that the entire party was lost uh, in the hunting expedition. And then about a month or two later, the the boy comes back into town um, at night and goes back to his castle, dismisses everyone that, that works with him, and then lives there without ever coming out again. And then over time, periodically, children and the like from the surrounding area start disappearing. That is, of course, the the, the master we're introduced to. And so essentially, the vamp one of the, the vampire finally found a host that. Suited him because he was someone that was you know giant and super strong, which gave him um, a, a a more notable physical form um, so so both the book and the comics set you up that way, so they kind of introduce you to the, who the master is in his backstory from the outset, whereas the TV show chooses i assume specifically not to do that um, we 're probably going to see the flashbacks in season two, maybe you know i mean i don 't know because because they they 've already established who the master is beyond that right we 've been introduced yeah. to the to the other elders and we've, 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 we've seen him go through the world war two component and his connection to subtracting and the like, um, uh, I will say that a couple of the things that we took issue with in the TV show, the, the more pronounced leaps of logic, whether it be, um, you know, why they would go into the, the, the nest of the vampires directly. And then, you know, uh, essentially not with not, not much armament. And then why the master would let, Ephraim live when he had him in his grips and then, uh, you know, the, the idea that the sunlight isn't hurting it. All that stuff is in the book. So, and in the comic. So I guess it's, 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 it's true to the source material. So if you're taking issue with what you saw on the TV show, you're also taking issue with Del Toro and his writing partner, um, on that front. Um, the other interesting thing about the comic is the way that they portray Fez. Uh, they draw him humongous. Like he's a, almost like professional wrestler, rock yeah. size big. Um, and he's much more, I think again, because they had to streamline things, he's brought into the Satrakian, Ephraim, Scooby gang almost immediately and becomes their partner
1: throughout the the entire quest. So, um, they don't do the thing with the rats.
3: They do a little bit, but it's right at the beginning. Like it's all kind of coincident as all this is happening. Um, Fez seeks out Ephraim because he, he's an exterminator for the city that's working via a grant from the cdc and so he calls ephraim because technically ephraim is his boss and he's Mm. like dude i don't know what's going on but there's these giant rats and these rats generally the kind of rats that never surface they're always down deep down below uh and these are the king the king and queen rats and something's going on and and so and that's just as the shit is hitting the fan so ephraim and subtracting him hook up pretty quickly um But yeah, man, it's real, real dope. Uh, Again, I think some of the important uh, character development points like Ephraim's relationship with the son are remain intact. Um, They do a good job of establishing these people as flawed uh, characters. And one thing that the comic did, I think, even better than the TV show is, you know, there's this aspect of Ephraim kind of being, they allude to Ephraim being um, on the mend, you know, right? He's When we're introduced to him, he's trying hard to keep a relationship going with his son, His wife and he are either divorced or in the process of getting divorced. He's, he's, this, this outbreak, the strain outbreak is, is totally screwing up his chances of having joint custody. Um, and they allude to his having been a bit of a drinker and having a drinking problem and he's now clean and sober. Well, in the, in the book and the comic, they, they really get into that even so far as to, um, the, uh, his name escapes me, but the, the, the other part of their crew, the one that sold them out and uh the one that, that was played by uh yeah by, by Sean uh, Aston right yeah he he in 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 the in the comic Sean Aston's wife uh, as Sean Aston is is dying his wife is 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 distraught and she confesses to Ephraim that the reason that Ephraim was put in charge of this group from the very beginning was because Ephraim was a screw up and an alcoholic, and so that they thought he would be able, he would he would not be effective, and that would allow them to pull all this off and get the master. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. So it's yeah. pretty cool, and that makes sense, right? So so all in all, it, it was great. Uh, again, very very true to the book, to the source material. Um, looks great. I think Huddleston's aesthetic is perfect for this material. It was creepy and visceral and action-packed and uh, two big thumbs up. And a great thing about these comics and Dark Horse is that um, pretty fairly frequently you can get them on sale in bulk. So just keep your eye out for uh, the next time when you can get a bunch of these trades, uh, either digitally or in print on
1: sale, because they're well worth it. I know where you can get one on sale. Where? Because this month's previews, you can get volume two, which collects the uh, nine issues, I guess, of book two. Uh from D C B S and they're probably gonna discount a pretty good Yep. It's in this preview. Nice. Nice. The
0: uh the, the one two problems I had art art wise with it. Um it's Hubbleston is is fantastic. As I'm as I'm getting into the second issue, um things aren't as as consistent or um uh clean as as they were early on in in the series um and the other thing and i don't know if how it breaks down in the book if they leave it up to your imagination but there was a lot more diversity on the show than there is in the comic um fitzwilliams is not a black dude in the comic uh the um uh f s mistress um doesn't uh appear as um exotic in air quotes as she did on the show um so it's just little things like that where you're just it's it's in it still takes place in new york and it it suffers for a little bit from what I can see from friend syndrome where not everybody in New York is white but it's it's still i'm I'm enjoying reading. The adaptation for, for a novel I haven't read or, or, or heard, uh, and my only, the only familiarity I have with it is, is the, uh, is the show, but I still, I, I, because I did see the show, I, I like seeing some things fleshed out and, and, uh, given a different perspective on, on the characters in the, um, that I saw and that I'm now reading. In the comic, so we I, to, I
3: we get to see the Rockers dying, shriveled up dick in the comic, which you don't get to see on the show.
0: Wait. I'm in, I'm in,
3: <laughs> and it's disgusting. Of course it is. Anyone that's I, got a a, a dick, that that's, that's got to
1: make you <laughs>
3: got to make you cringe when you see that drawing. That's yeah. a
1: lot of people. It is who a, have a lot of those. people. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah.
3: about half the world and about ninety eight percent of our listenership presumably have dicks. So be forewarned.
1: Yeah, I, How do you? Follow I'm gonna that get I, it's hard. No, no, because it fell it's, out. It's, it, it's hard. Not, shrivel- not in this case, yeah. it was
3: shriveled up, it wasn't yeah. hard.
1: And it fell I, I got another Valiant book. Jeebus! Yeah. This I is not because it.
3: of the sponsorship for the record. No,
1: <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed this one, but not nearly as much as the others. Oh. And that, that may be a downer, but I'll tell you why. Uh, it's written by Peter Milligan, again. Art by Robert Gill. Uh, Jose Villarubia provided the color art, and uh, Dave Lamphere did the letters. It's a one shot, a zero issue. It's called Punk Mambo. Oh yeah. Yeah, she she was introduced in the in the uh pages of Shadow Man and um the the setup is she's a young British girl. Her name's uh Victoria and, and she's born into money because she attends a very um upscale, prestigious school. Uh and as teens are wont to do, she rebels, uh uses punk rock to do it. Uh, she rebels against the establishment, she rebels against her family, uh, gets a mohawk, you know, starts dressing in black leather and with the pins and the ripped jeans and she runs away from home. It's pretty textbook. Um, until she's tricked into becoming this plaything for, uh, a, a, a dude named Joe Mayhem, huh. who is Mayhem. a, bla- he's a black magician. Is it Tyrese? Uh, no, he's, he's <laughs> he he's a wanga. Yeah. And now, now think, uh, low rent, Crowley or maybe a John Constantine without the intelligence. Uh, she's drugged. She's manipulated and abused. Uh, but through all this, she pays attention. She, she, she learns mayhem spells. She learns how to, the you know, the gestures and the, the intent behind it and what they're designed to do. And, um, she escapes. Uh, what she becomes is like a punk version of the specter. She uses, um her knowledge of of magic to make bad people atone for their transgressions in particular the two people that offered her to, up to Joe mayhem in the in the first place now, this is years later and they're they're not street urchins anymore one is a very successful uh clothing boutique owner another one is a uh kind of like um the 1% he's a shark he's a businessman and um she gets retribution uh I, Like I said, I enjoyed it, but the voice for the title character is a bit too young and stupid for me. Mm. Mm. Like she, she has this. Like you're this... turning
3: me right off because you know. No, 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 no. I'm saying I don't it, like it, that kind of character either.
1: Right. So I mean, I can, I can, I can't warm up to um, a spoiled teen who just rebels for the sake of rebellion. But the 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 uh slavery she had to endure at the hands of this this black magician. That brings me in a little farther like i i can I can wrap my head around that she was she was basically mind raped and and probably physically raped too uh but she has this tired old like punk is an attitude garbage and and she waxes poetic on the purity of punk in in in, in like the movement in its early days, which is complete bullshit uh punk was as manufactured as disco. Back in the day, I mean, when you think about it, the launching point for the whole thing was a boutique, a clothing boutique. Malcolm McLaren came up with the idea and and manufactured the bands and sold clothes to the kids who enjoyed the bands and the bands themselves. So it was in the, it was all about money. And I'm I'm not questioning the, the the purity of the bands themselves. I'm sure there was a lot of musicians who were in it to to make a statement and to change things, but but to romanticize what is essentially an economic Driven form of, I mean, music is commerce, right? It, it it's it's a, it was a trend, it was a wave in music that was designed to sell records. Yeah. So and she's 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 romanticizing like oh the it, it was so much more believable and there, the, we we were genuine back in the day and like she sees two punks on the streets in uh, Britain in the present day and she's like oh they're just manufactured. Well, yes, yeah, so was everything else, you know. She's just a dumb kid. So to 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 have that as your title character and try and get your reader sympathetic or or empathetic with this character, it's kind of tough. You know, um, she's crafty, but at the root of it all, she's just a dumb kid. And and my uh, interest in the book is not, I guess, in the present continuity of the book, but to see this character grow into what she could be in the Valiant universe. See, that does it for me to 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 realize her um not so great um upbringing in this this universe and to to form and to craft her into maybe a uh, a character along the lines of of John Constantine maybe she could be uh someone like Constantine's an anti-hero I know but you got to respect the dude he's been literally through hell and back right and he's smart and he's he's crafty and he's brilliant really uh I want to see that happen to this character you know um wise. I think if you uh try and visualize the the intensity of um, Shade the Changing Man right around that American Scream era not so much the style of art but the intensity of the art like there was a lot of stuff going on in in Shade the Changing Man this issue kind of reminded me of that it definitely looks like a uh vertigo book and uh one of the things that I both love and hate about the character is her like just let's just say her patron saint the the ethereal being with which she communes to to gain knowledge it's Sid Vicious mm. so that you know I, I I like I I both love that and I hate it because it, it, at one it makes sense at two it's way op- opportunistic like if you're going to talk punk of course you're either going to say oh, and Johnny Rotten's not dead Sid Vicious is dead so he would be the patron saint of this girl, but it's kind of cliched to use that. Right. As, right. You know, so I, I, I would give it a seven if we're going to use a scale. I enjoyed it, but with the promise of better things to come. Sure. If, if that's mm-hmm. fair. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So yeah, punk mambo number zero. It, it was decent. Yeah, fingers crossed. All right. It was decent. Respect. I can't give them all glowing reviews because not everything is going to be good. And you know, I gotta be honest. It was decent. Like Deathstroke. Yeah, like Deathstroke. Why?
0: Did you read Deathstroke too? I did read Deathstroke too. What'd you think? I think for a writer that, uh, Tony is a pretty spiffy illustrator. Oh, um, it, we're Casey Kasem right it, now. Uh, it, <laughs> it, 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 read like a, a 90s image book and not one of the good ones. It, Slade just is not. Sound read like like Slade, e- even young Slade in this book. It It's just it. They, they're, oh, but you can ar- you can argue that it's not Slade, right?
1: It's new fifty two Slade.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't <laughs> and, know. And I'm U, just im
3: Slade, new Slade. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's
0: um, it, it's it's Slade because of the the inner monologue and and the actions, and it's um. It's laid, it, it's it still, it, it has, with the exception of like the first couple of pages, it, it has very little to do with the first issue that we read. And, um, Aww. it's, it, I don't know, there's an introduction of a character. I thought, I thought it was the last page, but apparently there were a few more pages after this, this big reveal, um, which kind of, cause it's, character's talking to um like i would just do events and just tell you who this character is they 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 reveal bronze tiger okay oh really He's looking pretty badass so he's talking to lady shiva and and he's all you know it, it it's you don't know who she's talking to at first and then as you don't know who she is either and and you turn the page and there's a full page of Bronze tiger looking all badass and, and out in the distance and, and it's the funky lettering cause you're being introduced to Bronze tiger and then he refers to her as Lady Shiva. And then you read a few more pages cause they're having this conversation. But if they had just ended the issue with the Bronze tiger reveal, it probably would have been a pretty cool moment. But then when you realize that that was, it's almost like a, um, a, uh, a Mel Brooks movie or something where they have this huge, big moment. Only to kind of have people still look around and and because they still have shit to do and, and it's not over <laughs> yet. Uh, that's, that's a very good, good description. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Uh, but it's it's <laughs> looking at the lights. Really, <laughs> it's like so. Uh, you get, but um, it uh, it it, you know, Daniel and and for I mean they, they make a really nice team. The, the the art is is nice and and you know there's there's uh, it the action is except for when he's going up against, you know, hundreds of, of, of bad guys. The action's pretty easy to follow and, and everything is, um, everything works. Things aren't blurry or, or or the rubble is confusing with any of the characters. It, it visually it's, it's a nice book. It's just the, the story. And, and when people talk, it, it kind of just kills the mood for me. But, um, there were some characters that were introduced, uh, the slate attacks a hologram for some stupid reason. I mean, you would think you'd be smarter than that, but it—it it, there's just some things where you're kind of like you scratch your head, um, and visually they may look cool, but it it really didn't do anything other than the fact that hey, I wanted to draw that, and um, right? I it, it I read Deathstroke number two before I finished Lobo number two because of my affection for the character, but um. I'm going to finish Lobo number two. You said that it, um you know, you you gave me some hope when it came to Lobo number three, so I'm going to keep going with that. Uh But it's just it it's it's weird. I don't know. I'll I'll let you know. You guys can read Deathstroke number two if you want. Let me know how you feel about it, and and we can go from there. But it just I read it, and I'm just I, as I'm reading what Slade is saying, it it right there. I'm like, this is the, oh, and that's why because there was a. Even bigger reveal on the last page, which is another full page. Um, so that's why we had to pad out the, the big ta-da moments between Bronze Tiger and this, this last page deal. But, uh, still it, it felt a little awkward, but you know, it's, if, if you like your books pretty, then, then there's this.
1: Yeah. I'm going to throw a little love Daniel's way. I think it's the best he's ever. Loved. I agree with you.
0: I absolutely yeah. agree with you. Cause the last thing I read from him, was Detective Comics number 1. Right, right. It it is it is a very very attractive book. Yes. You know what, since
1: we're keeping it real, I'm going to give this company some love towards the end of the show, but uh right now I'm going to tell you exactly how I felt about this book. Okay? Okay. It was written by Matt Fraction and illustrated by Christian Ward.
3: Oh, interesting. I didn't know you were going to talk about this.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, visually, it is one of the best books I have ever seen come out of image. Now that's saying a lot. I thought the art in this book was spectacular. Hands down, every page I thought was gorgeous. The double page spreads are amazing. The character design, the color. It's just an incredible looking book. The production values, there's a massive fold out. In the, in the front half of the book, it, it's gigantic and it, the illustration makes me weep. It's so beautiful. If you asked me what this book was about, I read it twice. I could not tell you. The, the, the writing is so freaking ponderous. Yes. There, thank you. There's, there's, <laughs>
2: that's what I
3: said. That was my exact word when you said that yeah. was, I, I said to David, it was ponderous.
1: That's yes. exactly the, what it was. There, and it, it happens on a, on, on, it's on alien worlds and it's, it happens in the realm of the gods. And there is so much jargon and bullshit and words just jammed together for the sake of jamming them together. It there's it's, it's, it's gobbledygook. It's, it's, it's like, um, it's ponderous. Um, I, in a nutshell, I can kind of tell you what's going on, but after reading it twice, I I, really, I, I have absolutely no connection to the characters. Mm-hmm. Other than they're they're gorgeous to look at, and and I'll be totally honest, I'm going to keep buying the book because I'm in love with the art. Totally, totally gobsmacked with the art. I think it is absolutely stunning. Every page. I, I've said it before. Just the the technology, the or, it, it's a it's a mixture of um, sci-fi um, weaponry and and machinery, but it's organic looking. It's it's. Gorgeous! The, the colors are 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 flabbergasting. I I cannot give you the high. I could give you the highest recommendation possible on the art and the lowest on the story. And it's it it hurts my heart because to have this kind of visuals paired with just stuff you can't even get through. The the dialogue is just. I I, I was literally banging my head. Right. we, I mean, we should
3: tell people that are it it, it it's, the intent is for it to be a. A gender bent future remake of the Odyssey. I mean, that, that's right. the idea.
1: Um, yeah, and and it, it's there are parts of it that are very clever. The ship is called the Odyssey. O D Y And I, I I really hate to to, to tinkle on image, um, but when they deserve it, I, I I I don't see where the 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 where the inertia is going to come through to, to get me through this story. On a, on a, on a comprehension mm-hmm. level. Visually, I'll keep on, now, it because it,
3: I, it, I will say this, I, I, I think that you, uh, we definitely have a different experience with this book, though, in the sense that while I definitely appreciate the talent that Christian Ward is showing here, um I wasn't nuts about the art either. Oh, jeez.
2: So no, in <laughs> the sense,
3: I, I, and I'm not surprised that you love it, cause it, but, but the, 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 I yeah I don't I thought that there were some things in his choices that just bothered me. I I, I the psychedelic colors, the garish colors just to me didn't work. I it, that was part of the reason I didn't think the story worked. Um so uh for and again that's just personal choice. I I don't I'm not trying to besmirch the, your love of it. I just for, for me this was a whiff on both fronts. I just uh yeah, so I'm sorry. I'm out.
1: But I I guess I should preface my comments for those who are recent uh converts to the show who may not know my my bookshelves are littered with william burroughs a james joyce like uh burroughs is my favorite author so difficult text is not a problem with me i will read something multiple times to get to, to 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 glean what the what the the writer is trying to say um and this book was just even at that level uh it, it just was incomprehensible to me on on a lot of levels and, and, and like i said it, it bothers me because there certainly was a ton of of um prep work on this series the the, the designs there's just the the whole the the, the the characters the story you can tell that that fraction and company put a lot of uh sweat into this thing just trying to flesh it out and, and visually they achieve that and more, but on a story level, I, 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 I can't recommend it. I can't.
3: Cosine. Yeah. But you could recommend Drifter.
0: Hell yes. Ooh. See, that's one yes. where it's, I'm very similar to how Vince feels about this one. I will keep buying this with Nick Klein on the art and Drifter is written by Ivan Brandon and the whole package, because if you read the back matter, apparently, um, you know, Klein worked everything out, including where to put the, the UPC code on the back cover. It, it is a gorgeous looking book and, and the, uh, the, the, the little noodling with the, with the back cover and, and it just the way it, it all laid out is, is just fantastic. The story, it it's weird because it's like if this if Copperhead wasn't around, it probably would would um scratch a certain itch, but I I can see that there may be some comparisons between the two, um as far as the setting goes. But uh I've been a fan of Klein for a while now. I thought his recent work on Thorncapped America was it was brilliant. But I, I told you guys on Messenger, I'm like, this is some next level shit. This is he. He just he is. I don't know what the hell Homeboy is taking, but I hope it doesn't burn him out anytime soon. It just looks fantastic. I yeah. I just I I could stare at the artwork for 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 days on end. And um it Ivan Brandon is is he's a competent writer. I have no problem with with him. I just there I I couldn't. Tell you about any Brandon stories I've read that have either stuck with me or that I, I feel the need to, to reread. It's just, um, I know that they, they work well together and, and they've been working on this and I'm going to let Vince do the whole setup, but it, it's a, uh, I, yeah, with, with beyond know, a shadow of a doubt, I would definitely say that, um, it, it's been a great year for image and for stitch, yeah. but this is, I, uh, I, I read this and I just, I was blown away by the art and it's, it's just, I don't know what the hell it is. It just, it lo- and it looks amazing on the iPad, but it just looks absolutely amazing.
1: Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm going to give you my guess as to what's going on here after I, I set this thing up. And there's not really a whole lot of setup, but I will say, unlike Odyssey, this worked for me on all levels. I, 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 here comes the hyperbole. Book of the week, book of the month, pretty much could be my single issue of the year. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I have to, I have to deliberate. First blush though, when I, when I got done reading this thing, I read it again and I'm like, crap. Now this is how you make comics. As David said, Nick Klein's art, unbelievable. Amazing. He leveled up ten times from the last thing I've seen him do.
3: Well, and this it, is the team was, from Viking. I mean, I, I, I remember, you know, I don't remember a lot about Viking other than it was, uh, different sized. Right. Right. right yeah, and, yeah. and it, and that art, and that I like the art, which had, um, he was distinctive then, but I remember, and, and this is going back a few years. So again, this is pure from memory bank. So anyone that disagrees, by all means, let me know if I'm misremembering, but I remember it having a, a more of a graphic, Quality to it, um, yeah, not yeah, quite in the in the the like the Jacques or the the Hickman nightly news type of vein, but definitely a little bit more Spartan with the use oh. of, of of color or painterly effects than this does. Sure. Whereas yeah. I think that's where he leveled up here is that. I suspect he had this skill set in his Armentarium then, but, but made the aesthetic choice to go more graphic. And this time he's going with the more, and I assume this is digital, but he's going with the more painterly look. And man, it, um, you, you guys were raving about this art, talking about it being heavy metal quality. And then I, think yeah. I said something like it was pretty good, but yeah. I have to say, um, but I had, you know, but look, you know, <laughs> look, you know one of the, one of the sad truths of, of reading a lot of comics is that, um, especially if we read them digitally is that you sometimes can catch yourself in either either a really great moment or a really bad moment that and that oh, that really? either detracts or enhances from a book other from its steady state like you read a book and you're just totally in the mood for that type of book and and it just it feels like a 10 out of 10 when if you read it most days it might have been a 7 and conversely if you're either in a rush or you're just trying to get through some stuff and you read it so this was one of those where I read it I liked it it I didn't come away. Saying, "Oh my God, this is just incredible!" But then you guys raved about it. I went back and reread it, and and really took my time on the art. And you guys were right; the, the art is ridiculous in this, and uh, mm-hmm. and needs to be celebrated. I, I I'm still, um, I'm intrigued by the story, but I think David hit on something. I, this is this didn't feel all that original setup to me. I mean, between the between Copperhead and and like the the remake of Prophet that we just had, and there are some familiar refrains to this setup. Um, you know, the kind of the man at a time, the lost warrior type of thing. So so I'm I'm gonna reserve judgment on the quality of the story until we get a little bit more beyond the the initial setup, which again was fine, but but I feel like we've we've that's well worn territory. I want to see mm-hmm. where they go from here on the story, but the art alone will have me back and the story has every opportunity to turn into something quite quite good as well.
1: Right. Um in a nutshell, you have uh Abram Pollux. He's a uh, a pilot and uh, he's cruising through space and his ship encounters a hull breach so he he's forced uh, down he's forced to the the surface of a planet he doesn't know where he is the ship crashes he's he's addled uh, he has to survive a number of encounters initially the when when the the ship sinks uh, the the uh, wires and and tubing and machinery they wrap around him and he's so he's he's almost drowned early on he gets out of that and then he encounters what very well could be um native life forms uh and he panics and kills one of them uh and the other they look kind of like
3: blue abe sapiens
1: the the design on those yeah. creatures is is amazing and it's so smooth and fluid and the, the the rendering is oh you want to eat it and gain its power um <laughs> and, and and so um he uh. he he kind of survives that encounter and he stumbles away and he's he's shot he he's gut shot by someone uh twice and and he he wakes up um soon thereafter in on um a uh an op like a, a medical table and he encounters uh a woman named Lee Carter, who just happens to be the marshal of this ghost town. And there the the whole series the whole issue takes on a, a Western uh uh genre tinge to it. Um and and from there the story progresses and there's a there's a cliffhanger uh, there's a stinger at the end. The very last page makes you question what has happened before. And, and here's what I think is going on. And you guys can call me nuts. Um, Abram is either dead or dying. Now, look at the town. You have, it's riddled with archetypes, as any town would be. But metaphorically, you have law enforcement in the, the form of Lee Carter. You have the religious element in, in the form of Father Arcady. Uh, he's a man out of time. He was just gut shot twice and yet he wakes up from it. Okay. You, you, have a, a wild card chance. Um, the, the unforeseen who takes him out and then he's mended gets up after being gut shot and walks around. Like she, the, 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 the uh, marshal actually says to him, you know what? We're going to start your rehabilitation tomorrow he's like no no i i i'm 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 too late and gets up after being gut shot like nothing happened to him and he's walking around and then we get to the stinger on the last page he's either dead or is dying that that's my guess Mm -hmm. yeah and and I, i i so got a lost vibe from this issue especially the very first episode of lost where you have a calamity, a huge airplane crash, you have all these people don't know what's going on. They're 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 befuddled and they're they're uncertain. And where are we? What's going on? Just that whole mystery of of um that tenuous grip on reality. That bo- this book has that. And and I swear that you know the main character is is no more. This is like a, a purgatory type thing or his redemption. Or working through his sins. I don't know, but I, I do not think that the main character is alive anymore.
2: Mm.
1: Not after that last page. You could what be you right, think? sir. I, I,
3: I, hadn't th- I hadn't thought of that vein. I didn't get that vibe, but, but you could now that you say it, I don't... It sounds
0: logical to me. I mean, and, especially and, with what Marshall Sheriff tells him. It, it, it's, you know, because once she realizes um, who he is, where he came from, uh the ship, and it... It kind of, I can see it working, fitting in there, Vince. But I, like Jason, I did not get that vibe. But I mean, look at what he says um, in the course of the issue. When when he
1: kills the one um, alien, the blue alien, he's like, "It was my mistake. I I've I done wrong. I have to atone for this." And he says that again, like, "This is my fault. These are my problems. I I have to work. Like, I have to redeem myself. Basically, I'm weak." i'm a loser and it's like he's going through all these these recriminations and stuff and and just trying to to whittle away his his very being right so i i don't know i i think
0: there's a lot if
1: he's not dead there's a lot more going on here than your standard western
0: setting. i think well i definitely think there's a lot more that's what i'm saying the setting is is um it's not not unfortunate but it it's um because of what else we've been reading recently in the past few months it it may be overlooked or or um not so um important but it's it, it's all going to work and and it all fits i i have no doubt that the um that that brandon has has a plan for this and and um the setting where it is where it is and what it is and where it is but it it's um it's that it, it wouldn't necessarily have to be a um an old deadwood style mining town it it you know it, it could have been anywhere it it's still um the the draw for me aside from the drawing is is the, these characters and and how how they are in this environment but it's um i'll i'll reread it with with the uh with the thought that uh he may be uh (laughs) in the hereafter yeah
1: yeah but just look at the logic involved from the first like 10 pages dude in a a starship traveling at god knows how fast gets a hull breach just so happens to crash down on a planet like he survived a crash from space okay we saw the, the 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 condition of the ship he survives drowning he survives an attack, well not an attack, but he survives an encounter with those blue aliens. Then he survives two shots to the gut. Like, could he be superhuman? I mean, that's the I only mean, well, thing I could think of. But you know,
0: we don't, we don't know what's in the water. He was talking about the air being heavy and, 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 you know. Oh yeah, right. that's, an, yeah, so, you're well, right. That's another I mean, thing. just so happens he
1: can breathe too.
0: Right. So, you know, <laughs> it's, so there's, there's, it, it may not be, Death or dying, but the, the the words you were honing in on they may play out in in yeah. another direction but i mean i don't think I don't think anything is is happenstance Everything the way it's it's laid out the way it's it's uh it's presented the the word i think everything is very deliberate nothing is yeah. there's right. there's no one no one's just throwing anything away that uh just a um throw away line so to say it, it's, right. Uh, yeah. I, I, uh, but it's, you know, it, the fuck them, you know, thanks Ron. There's it, it another book now that, uh, that I'll be checking out in the foreseeable future. Right. And I mean, and it's just, it's, it's so gorgeous and it's not, you know, I mean, we've talked about whether, uh, it, it's, it's Craig on, on deadly class or, um, the old on copperhead, or, I mean, it, it doesn't matter. Um, Bitten's work on on Umbral everything is so different and everything just just works but I man I I saw this and I I just man, I I don't know if I got to find out if uh if Clan works digitally or if any of these pages are available it's, it's, oh, it's I can only imagine how much it would be it, it's a gorgeous book man yeah that double spread oh good god Covers yes. pretty spiffy it's just it, it really it's no I I, I would recommend it. This this would be my new travels tonight if if uh, if I didn't have something else. But it it's I, I, I I'm not,
1: I won't say much more about it. Just look at the the title Drifter. What does that suggest? Right? It's just I don't know. I I think it it can't be coincidence. And and there's one cover that has Pollux on on the front, just like a, a bust of him. And but it's it's I guess it's intended. To be like either a planet or the sun behind them, but it looks like a halo. Like if you look at your classic depictions of saints and Jesus and Mary, they have that halo around their heads. That those are all characters that have, you know, except for Mary, have passed on. It just—it's too convenient. I—I got to think that something's going on. Like I have to. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but I don't know. Mm. We'll uh, find out. See. Yeah, it's a great book. Holy crap! No doubt, it is. Yeah. So what else do we have? Oh, look at the clock. What, what up? We got two hours in. That's so we'll, we'll do our in your travels. And you can get all of these books that we talked about here and much more at Discount Comic Book Service. DCBService.com. Get your books. Get them fast. Get them cheap. And get them in the condition in which they were originally printed. Always get great books from DCB Service. DCBService. DCBService.com.
3: David, you're in luck. I believe Nick works uh traditionally. Well, he inks and paints over uh digital pencils and blue lines that he creates. Wow. Now that said, I can't find any recent art that he's selling. Fucker. He and do not have,
1: forget. Oh, okay, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no I was going to say
3: he, he he's listed as being repped by Splash Page, but oh. there's no art currently listed under his name. So that usually means that he's gone. Either traditional or, I mean, he did moved move digitally or he's not selling his art,
1: so. Yeah, I wouldn't sell this either. If it is physical, but I doubt it. it the, the work is too, uh, work intensive to, to, well, I don't know. I can't, I can only speak for myself. If I had to do all that on, on traditional media, it would take forever. Mm. But I'm not Decline. <laughs> uh, and don't forget about the Valiant books. The Valiant number one, Matt Kent, Jeff Lemire, Paula Rivera, and Pick up that valiant first look. You'll get a, a bird's eye view on Evar, Time Walker, Divinity, Imperium, Ninjak, and Bloodshot Reborn.
0: Woot woot! I'm, I'm really looking forward to uh, Time Walker. After spending so yes. much time in the past with with his brother, and there's just I. It, it's it's nice to uh, I mean he's, he's you're talking about a character from spent to the future. I just I I like the uh, going from. Hither and yon. It it'll uh and I like that cover too. I just I'm I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah. Best of both worlds, right? If you're already steeped in the Valiant, you know who this character is. But if you're not, now's your chance. Get it? This is they're they're doing this really well. I think I think they're planning this out very smartly. I agree. Because in your travels, what I want you to read is also from Image. Written by Alex Grecian. Illustrated yes. by the awesome Riley Rossmo, good, good. and the color art is by Ivan Placencia. I am talking about Rasputin. Mm. Two issues in the can. It is fantastic, and it is an odd duck out there as far as pacing goes. It's 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 moving very slowly. Like we we have an event that takes place in the first issue, which is interspersed with the uh young Rasputin and how he got to that table and how those other people uh, influenced his life and became close to him and what they will eventually do to him. It, I I just think it's an amazing book. I love the pacing on it. Not a whole lot happens mm-hmm. in each issue. In his in the first issue we get to see um uh Rasputin's relationship with his asshole father. Yes. And um his choice uh, on the outcome of his father's encounter with a grizzly bear. And in the second issue, uh, Rasputin crosses paths with one, uh, a Frenchman named Antoine Dulac in a Siberian bar and what happens to him and where it goes from there. It's incredible. And it's probably, no, I wouldn't say probably. It's definitely unlike many books on the stands. It's, it's a, a really unique take on uh, uh sequential media because um it it demands patience from you so if you have a little bit of patience and you can marvel and wonder at this story and the art this is the book for you i think it's fantastic i i, I it's an amazing amazing book kosan
0: uh, yep. yeah i i read the first issue i thought it was great i have the second issue queued up and uh and ready to read it's um like you just mentioned, Jason, with, um, Brandon and Klein on Viking and now with Drifter. Um, I, I read quite a few issues of proof, but I don't think that, uh, I don't think Rossmo looked as good back then as he is on uh, Rasputin right now.
1: Mm-hmm. I guess I would have to agree yeah. with you on that. One thing on that front is that Ross
3: Mo seems to really change up his style to fit each work too. I think he makes a very mm-hmm. conscious choice to, uh, flip the script each time, so. That's cool. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, he does.
0: It should, yeah, no, the art should, should, uh, work with the story. And, and if you have the same style all the time, no matter what type of story or setting you're, you're telling it, it's, I could, I could see things, think, rote or boring, but no, I, uh, Restream is oh, great. Yeah.
1: They, they give the story and the characters room to breathe. And I think that's what's missing a lot, um, in comics these days, specifically from the big two. Like I, when I'm talking, it's, it's a slowly paced story. It's not the big two equivalent of a slowly paced, paced story, like where they're designing things for a certain page count. So you got to fill up events or, or stretch them out that's that's not what i'm talking about There there's a double page spread in issue number two where rasputin is standing in a graveyard and behind him is the shadow the ghost of his father and it's amazing and it's it, it it speaks everything about this character at this point in time and it's entirely wordless you there's not a damn word on the thing except for the the town in which it it takes place that's it it's it's amazing it's just patience is lost. It's it's it, nobody has patience these days, and and I think it's good to try and get some of that back.
0: It's similar to what Alice is doing with trees. Yeah, mm, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yep, I
1: gotta get caught, caught up
3: on trees. I, I you do. Yeah, I uh there's no re I mean, I didn't. I did, it's just just it's a Regina pile. It's not like I'm. It's not like I'm purposely avoiding it. I just uh yeah, it's just falling falling off my radar. I gotta. Fix that with the quickness.
0: And I know that yeah. it's it might be um, it can be seen as 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 a negative, but um, and it's not <clears throat> meant to be in this case. But I think trees can be kind of a quick read, so it's not it, it's not going to take up a lot of your time, and it's it's uh, but it's not the type of quick read where you feel jilted afterwards, and, and you can't believe you spent the money on that because it took you three minutes. To, it's not going to take you three minutes to read, but I just I it's it's quicker than. Um, I'd say it's quicker than Drifter and, and, uh, things like that, but, um.
1: I like to say quick to read, long to digest.
0: I like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Not because hard. if you're flipping through a book and, and you're going solely on the, on the, the word count and how long it takes you to read it, you're not appreciating the other stuff. No, you are not.
0: So slow the frig down.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It won't take you as long to read that as it did like, you know, tooth and claw, Jason. Uh, Perfect. In, in your, in your travels, <laughs> Dick. uh, I, I am, um, I talked about this, may have been last week, may have been the week before, but I read the second issue today, cause I believe it came out today. Uh, Ghost Fleet, number two. Oh, nice. Um, still written by Donny Cates, still has art by Daniel Warren Johnson. We, uh, pick up two years later from the first issue. Um, and, uh, everybody is pretty much moved on and, and, uh, our, um, Ward is the director and, and, uh, is in charge of, of the ghost fleet. And he, um, he's basically a Senator has him in his pocket and, uh, there's, uh, cargo, still more cargo that needs to be delivered and, or uh, all hell will break loose. And, uh, Trace is going to make his former friend's life miserable. Um, there's a, uh, there's, it's still a very violent book. Um, there's, uh, still lots of explosions. There's, um, it, it's, I I'll say it's more of the same if you enjoyed the first issue I think you'll you'll do this I loved the last page um of the second issue and and I think I'm going to like the cover I definitely like the cover of the third issue so I'm I'm looking forward to reading that next month but um it's uh it traces on his mission because he's been betrayed and there're little things that uh as far as what's going on in Ward's life in the past 2 years because he did what he did uh, to save the life of someone he loves and, and it looks like things worked out in his favor as far as that goes. Um it's, uh, it, I'm still digging it is basically what I'm saying. It, it's a, uh, it, it still looks amazing and I think, uh, I still need to see where this is all going and he doesn't look as Snake Pliskany. This time around, because he's got his hair in a ponytail, which I don't think Kurt Russell ever did in the movies. So, uh, in, in the movie or the, um, the funny direct to DVD that should have been the second one. So it's, um, Ghost Fleet. Read it. Yeah. I bought the physical copy today. Good.
1: Did, didn't read yet, but I'm, I'm on. All right. In your travels.
3: I'm going to take a page out of Vince's book and recommend a demonic-focused book.
1: Ooh, what is this? One that on
3: the first page has the phrase describing the character's father as someone who conjured his Lord Satan in the living flesh numerous times. What did you read? The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina by Archie Comics. Oh, nice. Ah. Yes. This is, uh, so Afterlife with Archie, big, big critical hit. All fans of it. Uh, I think Archie's trying to leverage the success that they have in that book. For sure. So Robert Aguirre-Sacasa, who is the writer of Afterlife with Archie, decided to take the Sabrina angle, which for those of you that have read Afterlife with Archie, you know that Sabrina plays a key role there. Um, and, and give us stories about her. And, so that's what we get. And so it is Aguirre-Sacasa writing this one as well with a, an artist that I was not familiar with uh, prior to this, and that is uh, his name is Robert Hack, but he is not a hack. Uh, and I, I thought it was terrific. It's, it's another one of those things where I had the first issue sitting in my pile, and I did a little pre-holiday organizing so I could get my – closet in my bedroom organized enough to start putting presents in there and and so got all the single issues stacked up in, in a short box ready to get caught up on and this was one of them. I'm like, oh yeah. And uh I thought it was great, man. It uh I think Hack style's perfect for this. The coloring, the the lettering all it's a very moody uh tone. And this much like with Afterlife, this is not a tongue in cheek horror book. This is grim and 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 nasty and grisly. There's there's this is satanic devil worship and witchcraft. There's no There's no, you know, there's no wit here. This is, they play it real. This is a, this is a shoot, not a work for all you, all you, uh, wrestling marks out there. Um... So the, the only oddball thing here about this recommendation is that the first issue came out at least two a month and a half two months ago because it's it's been in my pile and I forgot about it and I don't think the second issue is out yet so I don't know if there's delays or if it's supposed to be bi-monthly I'm not sure
1: about that yeah. but I I think it is bi-monthly okay. but your uh perception of this issue is exactly the reason why I'm waiting for the trade on this mm. because because the the uh, afterlife with Archie uh, has trickled to a snail's pace. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're two issues paid up and we still haven't seen a new one. Like eight and no seven and eight, uh, have been solicited many moons ago and they haven't come out yet mm-hmm. or whatever. If it's either seven and eight or eight and nine. So, um, I'm playing it close to the vest on this one. I'm just going to get the trade when it comes out.
3: Yeah. And again, like I said, I, that's why I say the one caveat is it seems like. We've gotten one issue in three months. So I and I, I don't. Know. Maybe that's right. maybe that's been the plan. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Um, but to get the
1: die, die cut cover, um, no. Oh, okay. Because there's there's a, a die cut cover and there's I think there's like three covers.
3: I I they, didn't even know a die cut one existed, but I was not fortunate enough to get that.
1: Yeah, they went all out.
3: Yeah. So so but but again, this is uh I mean the simplest way to put it is this: if you enjoyed, if you're like many of us that. Maybe didn't focus on Archie very often, but really enjoyed Afterlife with Archie. This is a perfect marriage to that. So, um, you either, either get this issue and jump on board or perhaps wait for the trade, which from the sound of it may be a while, but yeah, you
1: know. I mixed my metaphors, didn't I? Trickled to a snail's pace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all right. You called yourself on we, it. We didn't call you on it. Okay. Cause that was dumb to say it's slow.
3: Oh, and by the way, also one other thing, uh, Adam Warrock, the, I guess these days famous, or at least aspiring, uh, Pretty much. uh, comic themed rapper who's got very good, I mean, he's got lyrical skills for sure. Um, yeah. he just released a Spider Gwen rap.
1: Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes,
3: yeah, so you could just Google it. You could go to Adam's site or you can just Google it, but after you go to Adam Warrock, two R's, Warrock, all one word, Spider Gwen. Um, so yeah, I, th- I just, I just, uh, downloaded it. I haven't, uh, given it a oh, list yet. I'm on that. Oh, and one other thing, uh, our buddy, very, very supportive, probably one of our most supportive social media wise, uh, listeners and friends, Dan Pua, who hails all the way from the other side of the world more in Roland's territory than ours. Um, today his mother underwent some pretty serious surgery, and I, I know we've gotten a little bit of an update that she's out and recovering. Haven't got much beyond that, but I know that he was, Definitely interested in hoping for positive thoughts, karma and vibes sent his, in his mother's way. So if, uh, y'all are so inclined, whether it be, uh, a prayer for the devout of you or, or, uh, or those of you more like us that are focused on the good vibes and the karma, send it to Dan and his family's way if you won't mind.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, like Jack Davis, Dan is the best of the best. Yeah. And happy birthday happy to birthday. Jack
3: Davis. His 90th, freaking 90th. Yes.
0: Amazing. Still
3: drawing, still drawing beautiful uh-huh. stuff. Great, yep. great.
0: Oh, speaking of drawing beautiful stuff, and I forgot to mention this earlier, if my, um, lazy ass postal worker decided to, uh, leave the office and drive on Wednesday before Thanksgiving during the, uh, snowstorm, I would have had this when we recorded Wednesday night like Vince did, but instead I had to wait till Friday. But, uh, from, uh, Mr. Daniel White, this is, 1976, New Rose, and everything Vince said last week is absolutely true. Uh, this is a beautiful looking book. I cannot wait for part two. Uh, it's, uh, it, it's, it's so freaky. It's so beautiful. It's, uh, yeah, I'm not even going to try to to do it justice. I just want to thank him for, uh, sending it to me. It, it's, um, at Birds and Boxes on, uh, on Instagram, Daniel White on Facebook, it's, uh, you should, you should definitely get this from him without a doubt. Yeah. It's, it's
1: one of those books that the more you peruse it, the more you perceive. Mm-hmm. You keep, you keep going through the thing front to back and more of the story bubbles to the surface. It's really good. Yeah. yeah. I'm jealous. Yeah. <laughs> I am. it
0: got a Paul Pope vibe. It's, it's, it's so cool.
1: It is. He has done great things with this. And he's getting attention, too, because he's popping up in stores all over the place. Good. Uh, this side of the pond, the other side, amazing. It's starting to, to catch fire, and that's great. That's great stuff. All right, everybody. Hey, thank you for being here with us once again. If you want to join us next week, you can find us the same place you found this, because we will be waiting for you with a nice big cup of brew or whatever you want to drink. We'll, we'll improvise. And David loves you so much.
3: And don't forget, you better, if you aren't already, get get reading on Secret Wars and Secret Wars 2. Because soon enough, we're going to have our big Secret Wars-themed episode.
1: Yes. And um, while you're at it, leave us an iTunes review, if you would be so kind. And come to our forum. It's that time of year again when we do the Secret Santa thing. So um, join our forum. Get to know a couple people. And then join that Secret Santa, so, the gift exchange. it's
0: not really a Secret Santa because you look at the f- spreadsheet. You know who you're getting and, and who you're giving.
1: I don't look at spreadsheets. Oh, all right. oh, I, just, I just I just wait for that email that says, hey, you have this person. Oh, but then somebody has to contact me. Right. Damn. So it's not so secret, right. but it is awesome. Come to our forum, 11oClockComics.com. David recently revamped it, if you're not aware. It looks awesome. It functions a lot better than the last one, and we have a great time. You guys are quiet. You know, I know what you're thinking, yeah, Jason and David have a good time, but Vince rarely goes It's down. true. <laughs> it's,
0: you, you can also guys. find us on Twitter. And the well, you, can find, yeah, you can find me and Jason on Twitter. You can yeah, you can find David, David and I on, and I on Twitter.
3: <laughs> D- David, David A. Price, J B Wood, J A Y B Wood. Vince Bond, which again, that's, he's there, but he's not there. Uh, on Facebook, there are two, there are two Vince, there are two Vince Bonavolias. They do live in the same house. One is cool, the other one is our co-host. Make make sure when (laughs) you send a friend request, you're sending it to the, of legal age one and not the kid, because the kid will (laughs) friend request you, but also poke you every day.
2: Uh,
1: (laughs) um, (laughs) When you told me, why is your son poking me? I said, you know that poke thing you do with Jason? Keep doing it. <laughs>
3: uh, that's we like the, you. um, the, a poke is like the, uh, the appendix. It's like some strange remnant of the evolution of the Facebook organism that really never served a, much of a purpose, but it's still there. It is true.
1: It's like dinosaur bones.
3: Yeah. Oh, speaking of dinosaur bones, how badass was the Jurassic World trailer, dude?
1: Love uh, it. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. Ah. i am is I am. there a
3: name for that dinosaur or is that a made-up dinosaur the the Which the one the, water, the one that the, that we see ju- the giant oh, it, it comes looked, through the water and jumps up and grabs the great white
1: what do they call it the megalo not a megalodon was it a megalodon it's like the biggest water um uh creature ever the one that hunted the big guys
3: I'm asking, is it you I,
1: I don't know. No, there, no, Discovery Channel, they, they said that there could be such a thing. Okay. I'm not entirely sure as to the veracity of those claims, but they've done shows on it's it hunting. But, but,
0: but, but everybody, everybody had a good Thanksgiving? <laughs> yeah, it was alright. And, and then Friday morning woke up and, and saw the, the, the minute and change of, of the Star Wars episode yes. 7 teaser? Okay.
3: You know what, dude? What, dude? I know people, and we probably all have little things that we do this to, so I may sound hypocritical, but do we need a thousand people to tell me, to remind me that a lot of times trailers look better than the actual movie? Like, I get that, people. I understand, (laughs) but can't we just be excited for a few seconds? Thank you. I
1: mean, the Millennium Falcon was in it. What is not to love?
3: You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I, I, I understand that the trailer may... Be false advertising. I get that. This my first rodeo. Like, like, w- what about that Jurassic? World? Like, the only people that I, I believe, genuinely would have disliked that Jurassic World trailer are people that don't like Jurassic Park. The concept,
0: right, right, right.
3: I mean, right that, that trailer right. was awesome. I mean, if, if, yeah. unless, I don't, we're not suddenly expecting Jurassic World the fourth in a series to be uh, Hurt Locker. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's <laughs> not what we're about here, right? It's, it's just big, dumb, fun.
1: Right. Yeah. And just to see, uh, Chris driving the motorcycle with the Raptors alongside <laughs> that him, awesome. that was awesome! Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was great. That was so cool. And, and I, have to I don't say,
3: know. uh, I, I, it would be remiss of us not to give, uh, a little shout out to DC for the, for the, um, Suicide Squad casting, cause I'm, 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 I mean, well, I don't know how you guys feel, but I'm, I'm super excited by the casting announcement. I think that's, that makes me a thousand times more interested in seeing the film, so. I'm,
0: I'm. Kind of,
3: I'm or less one way or the other, but. I, you're <laughs> right. I, I, <laughs> I,
0: I like, I'm, I'm warming up to the cast. It's, it's the characters in this version of the Suicide Squad that I'm not super keen on, but.
2: Well, again, I'm
3: hearing though, that the Joker may be the villain, not the member.
0: Yeah, but to me, Harley Quinn's not a member of the Suicide Squad. So I mean, that's just, it, it's oh, still, Jesus. we're still doing that. And, I'm sorry? Yeah. Right, She's yeah, no, it's still it's the new fifty two version and everything like that. So, I mean, I get it. I just, you know, it's it's um, after spending so much time with with John Ostrander's version, it's just it's yeah. I mean, it's the same thing about the Teen Titans one. I just I have trouble letting go. Believe it or not, trouble letting go of some things. And and um, it's cool. And and if this is the version that's in the movies, because you know they'll have the comics and and maybe well, it'll be a couple of years, so there'll probably be one suicide. Squad trade available for people to read and, and it's, uh, it'll be, you know, there, it's, it's fine. These are the, these are the characters. It's, it's, um, I get it. I just, you know, but it it's still, uh, we're a couple of years away from it. It should be, uh, it's so far I, um, with the exception of probably the Flash movie, I, I haven't really rolled my eyes at anything that that they've done as far as their casting goes. Nice.
3: Just by the way, uh, according to a couple websites, the, um, the badass 50 foot long, uh, amphibious dinosaur from Jurassic World is, uh, not, not real. Like it's not, it's not a known dinosaur.
1: I will not discount it. Could be. I don't care what they say. UFOs are real. Bigfoot's real. Why couldn't that be real?
3: Oh, uh, we'll see, as, actually as I'm reading it, that that's what the headline is, but it's actually, t- apparently it's a mosasaur, which wow, is not a, technically a dinosaur, but it's still a giant freaking amphibious creature from millions of years ago. That counts
1: to me. Right, there you go. I, I just said those things about UFOs and Bigfoot to get a rise out of Zach.
3: It's a hine, <laughs> <the>, it's <the> hynosaurus.
2: <laughs> like to touch the hine.
1: <laughs> uh, we can't top that. G- Goodbye, people, and join us next week because we love you. Say good, say goodnight, David. good night, David. Night, David. Night, David. That's
2: awesome. That's awesome. You're awesome. You're awesome. You're awesome.
3: You. Once, twice, three times a lady.